0: i Spaces And welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, March 14th, 2022. At luart.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launch pad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol and it's refundable and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community focused and designed to be a user friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors today on the ether part two of the two part cosmos space about juno prop 16 what are your thoughts let's take a listen
1: hey juno jerry do you have something to say
2: yeah thanks um first i want to say thanks to jake for coming forward and stepping up to the plate um you know it takes a lot of courage to step forward when things are not going well it's always easy to be up front when things are looking rosy but um it's a difficult time right now. As as far as uh, what to do with the ill-gotten Juno, uh, in my opinion, I would say we burn it too, and, and just let's burn it and get rid of it, and let's move on. I'm an investor; that's my full-time job, right? So, as as I understand it, these are this is like a, a Japanese or Asian exchange, right? And there's these investors that hold this, you know, well, the cat's out of the bag guys. I mean, everybody knows all these investors know that it belongs to the exchange that you want to take their money. Well, as an investor on my part, if I knew that this was going to happen, I would go ahead and unbond and sell everything I have. So either we burn it and take and get rid of it, or you're going to look at a huge liquidation anyway, with, within a short time frame. unless you guys decide to seize and do some other action on it. But I mean, it's uh, whatever relationship you had with this exchange, I would consider it over. Um, and personally, I would I would I would burn it. My my question for Jake and the core team um, would be, where do you where do you guys go from here? Because there's been a lot of trust broken. A lot of people are upset. You know, a lot of people want to just kind of, you know, flee. I mean, and that's that's human. You want to run away and protect what you have uh in times like this so so what 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 are your next steps to rebuild that trust with the juno community what what is your plan Have has the team gotten together and said listen w- how this has been presented is wrong we need to come together we need to make this right we need to rebuild that trust within the community what kind of action plan do you guys have to bring juno back to where it was
3: uh i think we need an action plan to like you know Bring bring you know back to like a better place than where it was. Um, you know, I think that this is actually this has been a very painful you know uh, like proposal. Like it's been an absolute shit show. Um, but I think I really do believe that out of, out of this we will grow a lot stronger. I also don't believe that you know th- these types like this like we're facing this challenge of like having to build better governance. For these larger and larger decentralized communities. And Cosmos is growing at a remarkable rate. Like in many ways, I see this proposal as a as, as a sign of, you know, like things to come. Like politics are here. They're on chain. They're not going away anytime soon. Like this could happen in, in Osmosis or, 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 or Luna or you know, many of these other communities. Like, um, and so we need to come up with better governance tools. We need better ways, we need better processes in place for vetting pro- proposals. I also think we need to con- come confront the reality that, you know, a governance module that can vote on chain upgrades, like has a lot of power to it. And with that great power comes great responsibility. And uh, frankly, we need to, you know, rebuild a lot of trust that was lost with a bad and poorly written proposal. Like we need to reassure people that we're not going to just have like poorly written proposals with like uh, quite vague emotional arguments calling for like mob justice like we need to like have some sort of due process you know um it's i think that a lot of people that voted no voted no with good reason i mean they might actually like dislike the whale and be like okay with like the chain policing itself and like you know but the way it was done for for some people like really really turned them off and it frankly spooked a lot of people i've had Tons of conversations of, you know, people coming to me with all sorts of concerns about how this was done. Um, now, with Core One, we've been in a very difficult you know situation here. We have we have like validators coming out, coming to us and being like, we don't want to validate on the chain anymore. We're going to spin down our nodes like because this is like insane. Uh, we've had like, you know, like large investors saying we don't know if we want to invest in Juno. We we've had like uh, and also we've had the community like, you know, be like show like a huge signal that they want something to happen here. And so we've been kind of like, because of a poorly written rush proposal, we've been kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. So, you know, clearly we need to follow this up with some, with a, with a new, with a new proposal, with better clarification over, you know, like what are we going to do in the future with regards to this stuff? Because I guarantee you, this will not be the only proposal of its kind. There will be new ones. Like there's going to be someone who gets rugged on like, you know, a decentralized exchange and there'll be like a proposal to like undo the rugging, you know, um, or, or or something similar. And so we need to, uh, again, like just rehashing some of the things we talked about before coming up with like an on-chain constitution, you know, like, and try to keep it as simple as possible, but like, you know, like how binding are our text proposals? Like when, you know, Prop 16 passes, like what happens? Like, you know, it's just a text proposal. It doesn't do anything. So we need to go implement it. But what if we want to change it? You know, we have to like figure out like exactly how that process works. I think we need to think a lot more like we were just talking about how proposals even get on chain in the first place. Like we are past the day of like the Cosmos hub where like no one really cared about Cosmos. And like it was fine that like there like anyone could just post on chain. Um, but, you know, it's like I think we want some kind of refining process too. I also think this, the discussion frankly would have been much healthier if like the proposal was actually well-written instead we've got this like really shoddy argument with like very emotional language um and you know frankly not a very well thought out like action plan we that that was not great regardless of whether you agree with like the overall goal or not like the actual like prop 16 could be could have been a lot better um and so we need to like you know Frankly, like core one, you know, wolf contract, especially, we need to like, you know, hold ourselves accountable and write a postmortem about what happens. I think that that's extremely, extremely important, like, you know, um, and also clarify some things about how core one communicates, like um, this proposal, one thing that like upset me is it was, you know, put out under core one's name, and I didn't even have a chance to review it before it went out. I would have like, I was not happy about that fact. Um, and then there were a lot of tweets that were put out, and then there was a, you know, people were upset about like the flip-flopping and mixed messages. It's like, clearly there's a lot to improve on there. Um, I think a big part of restoring trust to get to your key question is having awesome conversations like this. Like, I think people like the the people that have like been really critical of the Juno community could listen to this discussion and it's being recorded, so hopefully they will. Um, this has been really positive and very constructive and people have come forward with ideas For how we want to improve the governance process or how we might like better make decisions like this in the future if we have to. Um, And I think that that would reassure a lot of people that have been frankly kind of spooked by like, you know, the emotion and accusations and conspiracy theories. Like we need to foster better discussions if we're going to have governance over these decentralized, on-chain communities. And, um, you know, I think it starts by, I think having spaces like this is, you know, a great thing. We should do more spaces where we talk about how do we want governance to act on chain and maybe we do want there to be some like uh you know ability for like the chain to like change state like you know we we like and maybe that's you know but the logistics of how that works and what process involved like we need a lot more thought there this this was like a very this, these are very big bold actions and we need to think carefully about you know how they happen um You know, someone suggested maybe like such votes require like, you know, a much higher threshold of voting or or whatever, you know, Um, could be. I think there's, you know, I don't have all the answers here. We need to start having these discussions because as Cosmos grows, there's going to be like just more and more things that happen. Like even today, there was like a rug pull on Juno and there's going to be rug pulls on Osmosis and there's going to be, you know, and it's like people are going to be affected by these things and they might right? On-chain governance proposals. And I think it's cool that we have on-chain governance. It's one of the most exciting things to me about Cosmos, but clearly we need to evolve it to the next stage. And I think that that's how we're going to re- rebuild trust. It's going to take a while, like, and we need a post-mortem. And I'd love to do another one of these with Wolf Contract too, who's a central figure uh, in all this. And, you know, we've, we've got a lot of questions, um, you know, and I think that that could help, you know, clear some things up. Um, but Juno, Jerry, I want to give you a chance to respond. What, what do you think about all that? Is that concerning or does that help alleviate things or what do you think we could do better?
2: The most important step was you coming forward today. And as you said, I would have other members of the team. I would love to have a panel of the entire team up just so we can hear, you know, from all voices within the core team and to see that all of you are willing to come forward and and speak to the community. I don't know how many uh, addresses there are, but there's like, what, maybe 200 people in in this space. You got tens of thousands of wallets. There's people all over that won't hear this, but we need to get a message out and we all need to get on the same message because people are scared. The trust is broken. And You know, things like this create a ripple effect, like dropping a rock in a pond. You get these waves that keep going out and out and out. So you guys need to, I know we're decentralized. I know that we pride ourselves on no leadership. But in times like this, we need to have a singular voice. We need to have a game plan and we need to get back on track. And you guys need to start, you know, focusing and and talking about, the 99% of things that are great about Juno, So we can move away from this, this damn problem that is scaring people and, 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 and just ruining, <laughs> ruining the, the circumstances of Juno. Um, but yes, uh, the best thing that could happen was you coming forward, Jake, and I can't give you enough kudos for stepping forward because I think about myself in your shoes and it would take a lot of courage to do that. So thank, well, thank you very you. much for doing that. And, uh, you know, this,
3: this talk is recorded, so, you know, I think we'll be able to share it. And, and Jack was up here earlier as well. Uh, Dimi would have joined, but um, alas, it's, like, really late in European time, so he's sleeping after quite a stressful day. Um, but, yeah, we, we do need more of these spaces, and I think it's important and constructive for also the Core 1 team to hear, you know, hear criticism. This has been not ideal. I think we're, we've learned a ton from it, but, yeah, um, thank you so much. I did invite uh,
1: Wolf, Con- or, uh, yeah, Wolf, uh, to um, the space, but he said he was going to sleep. Said it was three a.m. Where he is, uh, he it's just also posted, been um, very
3: stressful. Yeah, for, for him no, as well. So for know, sure. Um, but yeah, he he
1: just tweeted uh, like a thread. So anybody that wants well, well, to see like his latest thoughts, uh, head over there. Um, we also had Sapsicle Farms. Did you have a question?
4: Yeah, man. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you to everybody for bringing this issue uh, back into the light. Um, I was part of the community from Genesis and I actually left um, after Prop 4 um, failed. You know, I am in crypto because uh, I'm looking for a better system than <laughs> the fiat and the banks and the corruption and and uh so i found crypto to be that kind of uh new thing for me that is gonna kind of fill the world's need of having something that's better and uh so it was it's great to see this come to light and uh i feel like i can be part of the community again and uh you know uh, just to share something that jfk said that's relates he said uh, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it so I think this is great it's uh, (laughs) going to be painful for everybody but uh, in the long run I think the whole the community and every other chain that gets made is going to benefit from uh, us doing this hard to do thing so just uh, everybody stay strong and uh, congratulations for for you know, being able to tackle this, so that's all. <laughs> really love that, and yes, we should build something
3: that's better. Um, and that's why we need to think, you know, about how we actually do the these things in a proper and like structured kind of way, you know. Um, but yes, love that. That was
1: hell. Yeah, that was well cool. said. Thanks for thanks for coming back to the community. Um, his dude ness. What's up, man?
5: Hey guys, appreciate it um so i was thinking about just sort of actionable ways that we go through here where there's already sort of foundations set up to sort of help streamline governance processes and just coming at it from sort of a regulatory attorney approach we often go and get advisory opinions before we would step forward before a court to get an actual actionable opinion and sort of translating it to these type of situations i was thinking something like for instance putting like the half amount of the proposal amount of Juno and then a vote escrow with a NETA DAO, for instance, you put it for four weeks to, you know, four weeks, eight weeks, and then NETA will review the proposal on whether they believe it should go to a general proposal or whether they don't give it their, we'll call it vote of, like their seal of approval to head forth to the vote, to the general proposal. You could say they could still go to the general proposal regardless of the answer, but they wouldn't be able to state that this has had the, you know, NETA. Well, and now I'm just using NETA because I know that's skin in the game and there's already a there's already a base established there with people who are very concerned about the community. And they wouldn't be able to say that they had their seal of approval per, for presenting it to the community, not whether the group agrees with it or not agrees with it, but whether it's been well considered and well thought out enough in order to present it to the larger body. Um, I didn't know if that was in possible idea or worth thinking about an iteration of it or whatnot appreciate
3: it oh it's definitely worth thinking about it and we were actually you know kind of talking about some similar ideas for yeah how do we vet proposals beforehand uh we had someone from a, an ethereum community you know that they, they sort of vote on proposals like before they they actually go for the real vote um and you know i don't know exactly how this should be structured and i hope one thing that really comes out of this is that we start having really good discussions discussions about how exactly we should do this but it's i think as these communities get larger and larger i think we're it's going to become more and more important that we have such processes in place and frankly it keeps like discussion really help, help healthy like having quality like sort of vetted proposals like you know uh, this all would have been much better if like you know prop 16 was like much better written and you know had actually gone through some vetting before it was posted so uh, clearly something like this is needed and uh, you know, any anyone who wants to, like, you know, write thoughts on how this should happen and, like, tweet about it. And clearly, I think, honestly, it'd be great to have more spaces specifically on the topic of governance and how we m- might do a better job here. Because, um, yeah, there's just so much to do and so much to think about. Um, I've said it before, but since, like, maybe new people have tuned in, like, if you're really interested in this stuff, like, check out uh, the Dow Discord. Uh, it'd be great to have you. I think um, we need to think about how we govern these increasingly large online communities, these decentralized online communities. Um, and I think that that's a really great point and suggestion. So.
1: Yeah, honestly, I love the idea, man. Uh, great job. Um, Liam, Liam, do you have something to say? Hey, how's, Yeah.
6: Hey,
7: how's it going? Can everyone What's hear that, me? Okay.
1: Man? Yeah, it's good
7: to have you, man. What's going on? Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, I did a video and so on about the original proposal. I've been following it as much as I can. I think, you know, you mentioned sort of like fatigue on uh, governance and it's definitely something I have. Um, so I think it's great to, you know, that kind of like delegation idea where you can kind of, uh, you know, have like smaller DAOs that can maybe um, vote for, for people or something, you know, along those lines. But um, what you've been talking about a lot in the space since I joined, um, is process is right, having to go through certain uh, hoops or you have to go through like certain things before a proposal goes live. Um, I really like the, you know, the concept that Jacob was saying, where if you can have as much as possible in one place or on chain, then it's easier to find all the information you need. Um, and I like that kind of concept of having a proposal on chain that you can see and read through. It can be edited and commented before the voting goes live. <laughs> i think like some of the uh can you still hear me Oops. yeah we're good yeah cool right, yeah um yeah so i was just saying i think like some of the issues is where you only have like a short period of voting and the uh proposal comes on you know quite quickly um and no one knows really what's what it's about then it's hard to make an informed decision right and i know there's a lot of processes we already have um off-chain or before the proposal goes live but it's hard to kind of get everyone to make a good decision but there's certain proposals where you need to kind of do action quickly Um, and i feel like prop 16 was one of these proposals right where probably the, the person who actually submitted the proposal needed to kind of get the proposal out there. Um, and you know, if it was deemed necessary to remove the funds from the accounts, uh, they must have felt like they had to put the proposal up and get it done before they could unbond and sell. So there's probably certain uh, proposals that need to be actionable quickly and others which can kind of go on chain um, and be edited and discussed in advance. And those kind of like slower proposals. Um, that, that works great, all of these kind of like prior processes. But my main like kind of thought, I'm, you know, sorry if I've rambled a little bit, it's 2 a.m. here, so hopefully I'm kind of going through things clearly. Um, but my main thought was kind of with like these proposals that need to pass quickly. Uh, it could be a good idea to sort of submit proposals with the minimum uh, possible actions needed to at least get the chain to, say, a safe state. Whether that's kind of like the situation where you need to get funds that can be, you know, that can't be moved. So no one can kind of front run the proposal, or whether that's kind of like some big issue on the chain, like a rug, you can kind of like freeze like the chain or do the minimum action required. And then in another proposal, kind of like this like appended proposals that Jacob spoke about as well, where you can then decide whether it's, you know, burned or whether it's kind of distributed to the community pool or how you kind of take the next step. And I think this could have been done in Prop sixteen by just kind of putting the funds in the contract and then working out whether they, you know, go back to the whale account or whether they get burned, etc. So on some proposals, you can kind of do the minimum action required. Hopefully that makes sense. Because this is a bit late here, so sorry if it didn't. No, I think that
3: makes sense. Um, You know, it's you know minimizing like the decision that has to be made. Uh, definitely helps. In fact, I think one of the problems with this promote proposal is that there's just so much, like so many implications, like it touches on so many implications. um, And, you know, if it if it had done something that was like much more minimal, like, you know, I think it'd be a lot less contentious in many ways. Um, And some proposals actually just need code with them. Like, another frustrating thing about this is like, you know, it's, this this proposal is just a text proposal it's going to if it passes nothing happens you know it's like um so certain proposals that need to move quickly for for example need to have like code backing them um sunny just joined i would love to get sunny's take on all this and you know his thoughts on like how we can improve governance systems for 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 cosmos because you know he you built the original you know you know helped with the original governance module um you know, like it hasn't really changed too much since then. Like what are your thoughts on how we can like, you know, what what do, what do, what can we improve in like the cosmos governance module or like how our processes? Um
8: yeah, thanks for having me up. Uh I think Dao is definitely the first step in a lot of it, because just getting more modular tooling, right? Yeah you know i don't think the governance module has changed since like in any meaningful way since like the v1 that was output when like in like t- beginning of 2019 when the cosmos hub was launched and like you know i mean i guess new proposal types are added that's about it but like the actual you know we're we're actually running into a similar process right issue right now in osmosis as well where like we don't even have multiple choice voting like that's kind of like crazy that we don't even have something as simple as that yet all the votes are like binary yes or no which is kind of silly um but yeah i think that like you know really the the governance module just like yeah i i think something like multiple choice voting um i don't know if like in how it works in juno and like with in osmosis we generally have this like process where people like post things on commonwealth uh and or like some forum and there's like time for people to like provide feedback on the proposal that that way, like, you know, more people's feedback gets incorporated uh before like a proposal hits the chain. Um I think something like that has is always really helpful and useful.
3: Um But yeah, you I think def- people that have skipped that process, because we actually wrote that in our docs that they, they we should d- discuss proposals in Commonwealth beforehand, but um have you had people skip it?
8: Um no, not like any like non in, in Osmosis, I think generally people don't skip it or usually if sometimes some pe- people do skip it the community will like often like vote it down and say hey please put it on commonwealth for like you know l- usually uh, there's it, there's not really a strong standard around how long it's usually maybe like around a week or something um but then you know usually it'll go that um incentives proposals don't usually go through commonwealth but like any like text or like actual you know strategic proposal usually does go through commonwealth um yeah anyways uh yeah, I think those are, you know, just a lot lot more st- tooling around the governance module, multiple choice, um, different different proposal lengths for different like vote types of votes. Like, you know, um, currently all proposals on like any, you know, on Juno all have to have the same length. Right. And it'll be like nice if like some proposals had different lengths, you know, some you I, I, I mean, on osmosis we have things like incentive proposals, which maybe can be faster because, you know, they're not they can be changed immediately. Like they c- you can have three day voting periods for those. But for something that, like that's like, you know, software upgrades or like large scale strategic things, you know, it'd be nice if we could make those voting periods be like, you know, at least two weeks or something. Um, so, yeah, having like variable voting periods is important. Um variable quorums right you know some proposals may be okay with having 20% quorum but some you know a software upgrade proposal maybe you want it to have like 60% quorum or something like that um yeah just much more everything in governance right now is very like globalized you you need more like low, like
1: parameterization around different proposal types definitely like those ideas and um Going back to like the main topic of the room, Sonny, what do you, what do you think? What are your thoughts about this whole prop 16 Um, and everything?
8: Yeah. I mean, I just want to say like, thanks to, thank you to Jake for like, you know, stepping up and like, you know, taking somewhat of a contrarian opinion on this. um, And, you know, just also helping show that like, you know, look, you could be disagree with like a specific proposal and not be against like a project as a whole. I, uh, you know i i think that you know just there's a lot of tribalism and stuff around this proposal that you know the, the point that i was just trying to make is that like you know I, I guess i assume most people here are probably familiar that i was relatively against prop 16 uh but mostly around you know like jake talked about like it's, it's a lot of it comes down to like how it was written you know i think that like this proposal is like literally one of the most groundbreaking and radical things that has been done in blockchain governance. You know, I think the closest analogy is probably like the Ethereum DAO fork. And, you know, that was one of the most contentious things in like all of blockchain history. I was around when that happened. And like the amount of debate and discussion that surrounded that, like the, the precedent that it would set, I just didn't see that sort of discussion happening on this proposal. And, you know, what especially kind of shocked me was like, hey, the, the main point that this proposal was trying to make didn't seem correct to me because the proposal was talking about how it was like, you know, unethically gamed. And, you know, I was familiar with the history of this like account. And like, I had known that they had like split up that those uh, accounts like ages before, like either before that snapshot or before the Juno airdrop idea or e- e- the osmosis airdrop idea. So they you know, it doesn't seem to me that something can be unethically gamed, Bef- like, unethic, uneth- ethics to me imply intention. And, you, you know, it, it. we can show that there was not an intention of gaming the airdrop. So it's hard for me to believe that it was an unethical gaming of the airdrop. Now, o- obviously, as you know, as many people are aware, there's a lot more information that came out about the specific whale, uh, you know, whether th- they're like an MLM marketing scheme and like, you know, they've been like screwing over their investors and all these kind of things, which is like, you know, terrible stuff. But like, and if that's what we want to slash them for, I think that's fine. But you know, that should be made clear in the proposal where it's like, you know, like I said, if this proposal is such a, you know, um, you know, it plants a flag in the ground of like, okay, this is like, you know, how governance works. It's like, you know, we, I think, and people will look back to this proposal for like, Even today, like in in Ethereum, like when we talk about like governance stuff, we looked at we look back to all this like gut discussion and stuff that used to happen around the Dow fork because that was very precedent sending setting. And so it's like even here, it's like, you know, years from now, people are going to look back to this proposal to be like, you know, because it's going to set the direction for how Juno governance will work in the future. And we want to make sure that like, you know, all the ducks are in a row all like all the i's are dotted all the t's crossed. you know make sure like everything in this proposal is like backed with evidence is like correct and then if if we if we want to slash this whale we should slash them for the right reasons and make sure those reasons are documented properly that's just been what i've been trying to push this entire time totally Um, i agree that i was you know i'll admit i was a little bit too brash in how i talked about it at times just because I don't know, I was a little bit upset at the lack of like you know, discussion around it and so I, I got a little bit upset and maybe got, let my like uh annoyance get the better of me. But yeah, that's so yeah, thanks for thanks to uh Jake for being the as usual the cool headed uh voice in the room.
3: thanks i I completely agree with everything you said and i think that that's like a really great example of like a really valid take of like not necessarily being against the objective but being against how it was carried out because it's true that this is like you know uh, a really big historic decision you know and it should not be taken lightly you know which is why you know i personally voted abstain and like you know um it you know because it it, honestly i was bugged by like the same things, and. I really hope that as a community and I feel like this conversation in particular has just been very positive about people coming forward and thinking about how we can, you know, do better. Um, Cause I really don't think this is going to be like the last time something like this happens. And uh, you know, all, like Sonny, I love all the ideas you brought up. Like, yeah, we need different voting periods. We need different quorums for different types of proposals. Like we need to start, you know, Evolving governance in, in Cosmos. And, you know, that's not going to be an overnight thing. But I hope that if anything from this, like, you know, shit show that we've seen, we at least, like, you know, move forward with like a renewed purpose of like figuring out how we actually want things to be. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming on stage. And I really respect your opinion. And, you know,
9: um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Sunny, for showing up. This is really helpful uh to the community thank you everyone for for pushing this forward up to this point uh this has been an emotionally charged uh few days but i think that everybody deserves a thumbs up for trying to improve something as this like sunny rightly said i think my experience the the most difficult moments in my experience in blockchain was uh DAO in in twenty fifteen and Bitcoin Cash uh, the birth of Bitcoin Cash in, in twenty sixteen, because these things are work in progress. But most importantly, I think that yes, the 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 in law we see this there is a spirit and the letter of the law. For example, the proposal clearly is is rushed. It has some flawed uh, writings, but the intention is. So clear to the community that the the single point of failure that this wireless presents to the network is not disputable and the community knows that. So the community has reacted accordingly. I think that going forward, we as a community in Juno has actually set a serious precedence, especially in proof-of-stake governance, because in the past. All, what I just mentioned, we're all proof of work, where the economics are a bit distant from the security of the network through mining, which is really both a good and a bad thing in a way. But right now, the economics of the network and proof of stake is directly linked to the security of the network. So we are truly taking a serious responsibility in our hands to, direct, direct, to, to, to create a direction for governance. And I hope that we truly make the right decisions going forward. The most important thing is that community counts in a big way. And especially regarding the idea of uh, the education, I think people really need to be informed. But the intentions of the, of the proposal is still not damaged by, by the, the rushed and perhaps flawed letter of, 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 the, of the proposition. So uh, like uh, Liam rightly said, are well, Liam, it's, it's almost 4 a.m., I think it's it's important that we clearly delineate some path towards the the, the, the short-term uh, implementation of this, this proposition. Number one will be, do we truly put funds? The funds, in my view, shouldn't go into the pool, the, the community pool, uh, as already discussed. Do we put funds in a smart contract and then decide the next step on a new proposal with better description of what, what is on the table? we we'll put it in the DAO or something like this. I think this is where we perhaps should focus in the next steps of the discussion uh, about practically implementing what, what has been done. But with that, I think I will perhaps leave you guys because it's, it's pretty late. Thank you. Juno News Bars at the end of the night. That was awesome, man.
3: Yeah, I, I think I also need to leave. I'm pretty exhausted after dealing with this all day. and uh, it's, uh, But this has been a really good discussion, and I hope, I think we're going to have more of these. I think that, um, you know, uh, this is really, what's happening here is really important. And, you know, uh, there's still a lot to figure out. Um, And frankly, a lot of trust to be repaired. But, you know, I I believe in the Cosmos community to repair that trust. And, um, you know, I think, uh, uh, you know, we're going to make it. So uh, I'm going to get going, though. I don't know if there's, like, one last question, but, you know, this has been really great and um i really appreciated this discussion frankly it went better than it thought i was expecting everyone to like like the one scottish dude that came up to say like fuck you i, I thought i was <laughs> expecting a lot more of that but this has been oh like, really was crazy, has been really right? constructive and you know like that there was only one fuck you so you know that's the <laughs> I, I count that as a win you know that that's the same dude that said uh kyc is
10: anti-defi and we thought he was gonna have something constructive to talk about but i obviously not
3: (laughs) lol Um, and then then sunny or like some of the other people in the community i think it'd be great to just do a series like this on like governance and like how we want to move forward you know like what changes we want to like cosmos sdk gov you know things like that i think that that's you know this has been a shit show but i think there's really good things that can come out of this and i'm hoping that like that discussion is like, you know, um, like really kind of helps us move forward as a community. But
1: yeah, there's a lot of yeah. value in coming together in these spaces and just discussing like what is going on in the chain, because we said earlier that all the information is so scattered that these really help consolidate it and like give me an idea of what the pulse of the community is and like really totally. get an idea of
3: why they feel that way, too. I just don't. I think yeah. the tone is better like, you know, I think it's really easy on Twitter to just get, like, outraged, but when we we're actually talking in these spaces, like, the tone is, like, much more reasoned and, like, you know, that helps a lot, too. We kind of, like, really need to, like, you know, do a lot to kind of, like, tone things down right now because people are very, like, psyched and passionate and very opinionated and not really Mm -hmm. listening to each other, and a lot of times they have a lot more in common than they would think. Like, I know like, yes and no voters who have a lot in common. They just have minor differences, and they just, like, Happen to fall on the side of one vote, but you know, like I know no voters that are like perfectly fine with like punishing the whale, they're just voting no because they're this has had no process to it and they just don't like how it's gone down, you know, or they don't like the text of the proposal. I know yes voters who feel very uncomfortable with the text of proposal, but they're still voting yes because they believe in like a higher objective, and so you know, the two sides have more in common than we might think. And thank you, uh, hosts for hosting these spaces because you know, they're they're really valuable and, you know, help us have a productive discussion. So with oh, yeah. that, I'm going to go take a break. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Thanks for coming out. You. you have a good night. Right. You've
1: you been at it
11: for hours, Jake. We appreciate it. So, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> what up Tricky?
11: Sorry, dudes. I didn't get to ask any questions or even talk at all. I'm so pissed, but it, it's what it is. It
1: <laughs> really good
12: talk. Why don't you ask us, tricky We'll talk about it. We'll just pretend to be Jake.
1: What's up, uh, you, so far? you got a question?
13: Uh, yeah, I had like a little suggestion actually as to like what we could do from here. Um, so Sunny was talking about like different parameters that we could like experiment with. And that got me thinking like, why don't we have a chain for this yet where we can experiment with those parameters? And I think having a chain would be important because you need economic value for the experiments to be valid. But yeah, I just had that idea like maybe Dow could have its own chain or something to experiment with the parameters. I think that might be one of the cool first use cases we can use the Sega network for is uh, some governance
11: experiments and different parameters, different voting days, different like uh, sets for different types of proposals, because that's meant to be just like a canary network and experimenting, you know? So like you can always do that stuff on testnet, but to have it like on a live network like that and have the stakes be kind of real, I think that'd be really cool. That's a really good idea.
1: Thanks. Hell yeah, we will get on that. And I'm sorry, um, I don't know how to say it, but you just raised your
14: hand. Dyke di- di- whatever. Yeah. What's hey, up, How are you doing? Uh, I won't even try to say my name. It's Greek. Uh, so, so I have a recommendation. Um, there's a lot of discussion here about how to vet proposals before they come in and a lot of kind of reinventing the wheel. Um, but if you look at how real-world governments and businesses vet proposals when they come in, They do not send them to the entire organization. I would recommend that you look at ways to send proposals, to categorize the proposals, and then send them effectively to committees. That could even be just subgroups where uh, token holders can opt in. But the key thing is that if you try to send proposals to the entire Juno community every time, what you'll find is that you will never get them well vetted, and you will always have burnout because you're expecting the entire community to review every proposal. So if you can set up subcommittees, such as a proposal comes in, it's flagged as marketing, it's got to go through one set before it goes to the full organization for voting, you will find that to be much more effective and reduce burnout. That's it. That's, that's a super
11: good idea. Because, like, you know, just like you said, like, businesses, when they're, like, they're trying to get the, temp- the temperature feel. They don't just go out and throw it out there because there's so much information to dive into. And not everybody's going to understand it and be able to communicate that clearly. But, like, also, too, like you said, like, that subcommittee. So, like, protocol politicians. Remember that word. I think it's going to be, like, a big thing coming. Because, like, like you said, you do need that kind of, like, layer of protection to vet these uh proposals by some by people who are actually like have the experience and the skills and the knowledge to do it um but also too like having it being focused so they can really dive into it so it's not just you know just hey whoever can get to this get it um so i think that like that's something i'd love to see like having the ability to like you know delegate some of these voting power to somebody to be able to like authorize them is like Someone of a protocol politician. The difference here between like what we have, like say, like in the United States or you know traditional governments, is those politicians can be like revoked at any time because we have the power of our delegations. So I think that it's like a really cool like balance of power that we can do, like giving people the power to do that. But then also too, as holders, you know, it's not like oh, our well, our representative's not like out in our best interest. We gotta wait two years to vote them out. It's like no, you just go to your delegations and change your delegations.
1: Well, my name is Cosmo Clay, and I'm going for mayor of Juno. So if you can redelegate your Juno to Cosmo Clay and the, and the mayor and the, and the, what is it, what did you say, blockchain politician?
15: Protocol yeah. politician.
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm going for the protocol politician role of mayor for Juno, and if you could delegate your Juno to me, I would really fucking appreciate it. But uh, we have Josh. What's up, Josh?
15: I just want to save that clock tower, um, but my the thing I wanted to ask about is, I missed this part, are we, um, Jake said that this is just a text thing and there's no sort of umph behind it, what's going to happen if it goes yes, um, because has the whale unbonded yet, or started unbonding?
1: No, they're still staked right now. Okay. I don't know okay. if you know this, but like, um, like recently they unbonded 279,000 Juno and yeah. then they transferred them to a wallet and sold like 20,000 and then transferred the rest back and then restaked them. So they had $12 million liquid at the time of at they had it and they didn't sell it all. They sold it in chunks. Now, whether or not that's like an investor thing to where you can't like clear out these liquidities like in one final like one big swoop or whatever you got to do it in blocks or whatever i understand that but they still had the opportunity to dump it harder than they did and i guess like no one really talks about that and i give them credit for that like you know maybe they aren't as malicious as people think which is kind of hard here because if there is truly like a language barrier then we're not really getting all the story, and I don't really know. It's it's hard yeah, to trust exactly. one side or the other. So I I definitely get you, man. It's a hard well, decision.
16: Well, Clay, if I'm, I don't think
12: it's a matter of being malicious, I think it's somebody who wanted a lot of Juno. You know, like you you can believe in the network, and you can believe in you know that we have a quality project and committee in our hands, but they went about it in what a lot a lot would deem to be an unethical way like if they weren't an investor they, they would never have the money to have that much Juno. You, know, you know like no, it doesn't I mean, agree you mean
1: with you. i agree with you i didn't just
11: played that they that's important to understand they didn't game it they formed those wallets before
15: any notice of any of the airdrops coming all right and, Cookie, you're breaking up big times oh well, stuff,
1: huh? yeah sorry i can't understand you man
15: um, when you're when you're clear again, start talking tricky. But I'm not here to say they were malicious or anything like. I don't think any of us can has clarity enough to say that. I was just wondering about the possibility of burning the w- what gets taken from from their wallet because we were talking about reestablishing trust. And as, as a network on the whole, I think that would do really good to help people understand that. Juno as a network and the teams, though hastily written in the proposal and inflammatory and emotional, if we were to burn it, that I think would nullify that somebody was just trying to steal something from somebody, whether it was theirs to begin with or not. Um, But I'm I'm just thinking that might actually assuage some of the trust that has been broken because of what's been happening. I
12: was like on board with the burning there, man. Um, I don't know if you missed the part. Just uh, Jake was saying it was a text proposal, so like they actually probably yeah. are going to have another to make it binding. They're going to have to actually code a module and figure out how to deal with his delegated stake. But um, it, it sounds like they're going to try to send out another one. And It sounds like everyone, mo- more people are on board for the burning than what it's written in the original um, okay. proposal. So yeah, I think everyone's kind of on the same page with that one, or at least a little more
15: than it sounds like. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for putting this together. I appreciate you all.
1: Yeah, um, go ahead, Tricky. Oh, he dropped off. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm under, like, the way I feel is, like, they weren't meant to have those amounts of tokens. And with the amount of time that they've had them, they were able to get, like, and I don't know the exact figure, like 10 to $60 million. Like, and that's a pretty good, like, prize to go home with. You know what I mean? Like, you've, like, to me, you've proven that you're not really here for the long term. And you, you know, you're just going to dump on us on all the way up. So it's like, as a community member, I don't, I don't like what they've, what they're doing with what they were given. You know what I mean? And I feel like since they never even bought any tokens, like, they just they just have such a low like amount vested in it and it just doesn't feel right when that's not what the initial creators of the coin wanted you know what i mean when it's clearly not their vision like how long does a genesis creator like have to fix their mistakes on a blockchain like like it just feels like you know everybody wants it to be like well that's what forever you have to go with and it's like well things change and that's not how humans work like we make mistakes and stuff like why can't we correct them? And I get that we had the opportunity on proposition four, but I just feel like maybe the community wasn't mature enough for that like conversation. But I, I just don't know. I can't explain that. But um, yeah, uh, one
15: more thing about Commonwealth, and then I'll, I'll shush. Um, the, I want everybody to use Commonwealth. I think it's great. I think we should have these discussions on Commonwealth. The problem is nobody goes to Commonwealth. They either don't know about it or they don't care to go there to take part in it. So I think Jacob was right, notional, saying let's let's, let's get it on chain so it's all there. So that's kind of like a source of truth. Um, but then we need to think of some ways to get – I don't even know if we should incentivize or what, but get people to actually go to Commonwealth to then have the discussions. Because the people who do want to talk will talk there, but I don't even think people – care or know that Commonwealth is supposed to be the place where these things happen.
1: Yeah, it definitely needs more awareness. What's up, Tricky? Is your mic working now? No, I'm over it. Let's go. <laughs>
13: hey, what's up, Crypto X? What's going on? Hey,
17: all good, mate. All good. Hey,
13: I'm just wondering how much effect the uh, the broad airdrop is that on the hasteness of the proposal. Do you know what I mean? It's like everyone's yeah, rightly criticizing, and hey, it's come out uh, in a rush. But is it because of the raw airdrop? Because they wouldn't have got loads of it. The raw airdrop. Mhm.
11: So that's the thing. They only have one wallet, so they're only or, that we know of at the moment. So they're only gonna so, get one airdrop of the raw, and it's going to be a fair drop. So they're going to get the same amount as every other wallet that's qualifying. Oh, so just right,
13: the, the raw product, airdrop so. is the fair
15: drop then, yeah. I do think that plays into why this was pushed as well is because of worries about Raw. Now, I don't know, but I I feel like that's probably one of the impetuses why it was pushed so fast. I I,
11: I get that, but at the same time, like, Sonny's down here. Like, he could take all that Juno, send it over to Osmosis and drain the Juno Osmosis pool, you know? So I think that there's, like, I get it, but is it that good enough of a reason to make this happen? You know, kind of like sunny said, I think if the reason that we're doing this is to be very clear and needs to be valid. Like, I think that's something that needs to be reiterated that I don't know that necessarily people are understanding is the airdrop was not gained at all. Not at all. So they, they like, whether or not they got the Atom early, they got the Juno early. Um, so I think that that's just something that we need to, like, take into consideration because if you're voting because you think that they gained the airdrop, then I think you should do some more research on that and reconsider and find a, another reason to vote
8: Yes or no or whatever. That's I just wanted to uh, say quickly about the raw airdrop and like just airdrops like projects need to stop doing airdrops that can be like trivially gamed and like are not Sybil resistant. Like, you know, when we did the osmosis one and the Juno one, which was based off the same snapshot, you know, we like, you know, we, we made ours not Sybil resistant but that's because we knew we were, like, the first ones to do it in the Cosmos ecosystem, and we, like, crossed our fingers and hoped that no one had gamed it by that point. Um, Obviously, as we know it right now, which is what we're discussing, that someone did, not purposely, but had accidentally gamed it. Um, But, like, at this point, like, you have to fully expect that, like, every single, like, smart person has already split their, like, tokens into, like many many accounts and like if you're doing like airdrops that are based off of address or like can be gamed just by spinning into multiple accounts like that's on you right like you know don't hate the player hate the game uh anyone should everyone is airdrop gaming already at this point so stop desi- please stop designing airdrops can be tr- that can be trivially trivially gamed yes So mean at first
11: i was kind of was like i didn't agree with you on that but now the more and more i see it like you're right. Like airdrops aren't fair, easily gameable, and just and, like incentivizes whales to split their wallets. Not even it doesn't have to be big whales. It can be like people in here. I guarantee you, people in here have multiple wallets for those specific airdrops. So I really like how you guys did the kind of like the quadratic decreasing diminishing returns. It's like it doesn't incentivize whales to so just split up all their wallets. It doesn't make sense.
8: It just no, no, no. Sorry. Um, the quadratic one actually does incentivize whales to so split up all their wallets oh, because you get the square root. Of the number of um you you got Osmo based off the square root of the number of atoms in your account so if you had like you know i don't know six you had 10 you, you had 100 coins in account you would only get 10 10 osmo but if you split that into 100 accounts with one osmo each with one atom each you'd get 100 osmo so you know it was the osmo airdrop was also trivial like c- c- could be sibled as well um same as the juno one um but you know at that point because there were, had been no airdrops in Cosmos of that scale up to that point we figure that no one had done that yet but at this point after the osmo and juno airdrops both happen at this point everyone uh has already done that or should have done that uh sunny since you're here actually if you're staying up
12: to talk you're the person i actually wanted to ask the most about this because you were pretty vocal about it on twitter when this all started is outside of like kyc What is a good example, in your opinion, even just off the top of your head, of a civil resistant drop style? Is it could it be like math based, or um, maybe with um, on chain on chain accounts like Zachy's been talking about? I'm just curious on your idea with that.
8: I mean, something that's based linearly, not like you know, if you do something based off of the you know amount of atoms someone has in their account, just like one to one, that can't be gained because I can I can split that into multiple accounts; it's still the same or you do it based off of like staked Juno or off of, you, you could also do it off of things like liquidity in like pools and stuff like that. But I mean, I think the, the key is that it really does have to be one-to-one uh, if you don't want to get like any sort of fancy KYC style stuff um, you can, all, and you, you know, you could also do something really fancy. I don't know, like proof of history where like you like look at the history of accounts and like, you'd be like, okay, look, you've made at least like, five different trades on osmosis with like you know to at least to three different tokens or something if you start doing like wacky stuff like that you can try to like weed out um you know accounts or you at least make it harder to know and, and obviously you don't announce the uh conditions before the snapshot is taken uh that, that that's ways you can at least make it harder for people to game it but yeah just doing something off of just like the, the number of coins in an account without making it one-to-one is I, I don't they know any way of making that civil resistant yeah,
12: one-to-one that sounds super difficult I only ask because like in, in the case of Juno for example they obviously tried to do the linear move but then they added the whale cap which really incentivized the civil move um so I was just curious like the one-to-one is there a way to do a one-to-one or something like that without with, and having a whale cap but obviously adding conditions like voting or LPs that's a, that's a really good idea actually thank you
8: sure like some airdrop on juno that's happening right now and that's but they're giving away coins for people who vote from accounts and there's been people just been like spamming votes and they're like there's an account that's like switching
13: between like voting yes and no like just to like game the vote yeah and i just think something to like you have to expect by now is that everybody has multiple wallets so i don't know just approach it from that standpoint also like you know
8: back in the day you know we like i remember like it's generally good opsec to have multiple accounts for, like, security reasons, for privacy reasons. You know, we should encourage people having multiple accounts. That's, like...
11: Yeah, it's expected to do. Do you think a decentralized identity can solve some of the airdrop issues? Or would you be able to just use that from local wallets?
8: Um, If you have decentralized identity, that would solve a lot of it. Of course, you know, that presumes you have decentralized identity. I mean, I think that's i think that's been one of the hardest problems in the entire space since inception
4: yeah i had a uh, idea recently um to to add equality through randomness um through randomness of the addresses and maybe if we really wanted to get uh equal do randomness of amount, and and of course there could be parameters of amount um, between such and such, but that kind of seems like with our current tech, the very lowest tech solution to being uh, equal that I can think of, and I've thought about it a lot, but just wanted to add that because what you said, Sonny, resonated with me about maybe a better way at this point for airdrops. <laughs>
8: Yeah, I saw your thread on it. I haven't haven't gotten a chance to read it yet, but I'll I'll take a look at it.
10: You brought a really good one, man. Um, Yeah, the the Decentralized Identity, that's a really good one, dude.
1: Are there any thoughts on, like, the Crescent airdrop? Like, I think it was pretty similar to Osmosis as far as, like, uh, it was, like, the square root. And then there was, like, a couple of mechanisms to, like, double it, like voting. And I forgot what the other ones were, but, um, yeah.
13: I don't know. I guess that one's going to be coming out soon and we'll see if they did it right. Hey, Sonny, did you get a chance to hear what I said earlier about, um, you know, maybe making a chain to test out the parameters for governance? Um, yes. Although I'm not sure the,
8: I think the biggest bottleneck in getting that working is someone needs to write the code to do like, to like parameterize the governance module some more. Um, once it's brought once that code is written, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it really needs to go on another chain to test out things. You know, I think like Juno is actually a really good place to like do a lot of that kind of testing work. Um, and like, you know, it's it is this like very generalized chain and like very fast moving. I think, you know, I think Juno is like, actually a pretty good place to do a lot of that like initial, you know, test like being the first to like do some of these like interesting governance ideas and i know that's what jake's always been pushing for with like the DAO stuff as well like i don't know if the bottleneck is testing this like on another chain as much as it is just like getting the code written
13: right right and once the code is written i just assumed you'd want to test these parameters with actual like economic value right but um, maybe the juno community doesn't want to you know move so fast and break things i'm not sure
8: right i mean it's kind of funny that like it's like I remember Juno started off initially pitched as like canary net for the Cosmos Hub, but it's like I guess any chain that once it becomes big enough, then we just have this like endless cycle of canary nets where now Juno needs a canary net too.
11: Jacob was talking about spinning one up with Notional, and then he just said, "Well, it's a permissionless network, so there's no need." But it
15: might be a good time to try it out.
1: Is there a lunch date for
13: um, Segagon? The testament for Adam? Sagan just had a space, actually, like, I think on last Friday, last Thursday. I think it's recorded, so just go to the Twitter and check it out. I haven't listened to it yet, but they just made an announcement. Okay, I'll check that out. Thank you. Guys, this was a
11: crazy week. Juno Prop 16 and then all the stuff going on with Edmos.
1: Like... Yeah, and I was gone all week too. This is crazy. It it feels like Ethereum back when they, you know, they had all that drama, and there was the split, you know, between the classic and and whatever. It just feels like that time when everything was getting built. You know, um, people didn't really know what was possible yet with DeFi, and like now we know what's possible, and and we're coming into like the really big decisions that are gonna like it, it feels crazy to be a part of this honestly like if everything goes well like long term like we're a part of some crazy history right here and yeah. um like because I mean hopefully everybody here is a long term investor in Juno, and they haven't even thought about unbonding their their uh their stack but like that's that's me right now it's like i'm hardcore Juno like I love it i love the i love cosmos in general, like I'll never sell. If I sell it, it's going to be for osmosis or if I sell that, it'll be for Adam or whatever, you know? I love the whole ecosystem and I, I don't plan on ever leaving, but um yeah, I, I would just love to see Juno do well and be a part of this epic history. What's up, Joe? Joe.
18: Yo, what up? So, yeah. like,
1: what's your overall thoughts on the situation? I don't think we've got your take yet. Yeah. I'm sure it's interesting.
18: Uh, I feel like I was in here earlier. I kind of said that i'm a i'm a pro prop 16 person but it's so damn complicated like all the nuances of this story it's just like a very human story like to the bone and we're all like a bunch of monkeys trying to use these like blunt tools to like figure out this governance and social disaster but like we're learning in the process and hopefully this helps us create better tools in the long run and this motivates us to create a true like constitution or bill of rights or whatever the hell you want to call it for Juno and um good things will come out of it just like all the things of the cosmos like early in the cosmos life there was a massive organizational blow up at Tendermint that split it into like three or four different companies and a lot of people a lot of the early OG cosmos people thought that it might have died but it didn't die it just got healthier and it got more decentralized so i don't know the good and the bad so it's been a crazy couple of days Yeah, even though all this crazy stuff's going on, like
11: that means that we're doing things that are pushing the envelope. You know, there's not like drama and contention unless it's something that's like you know something new and scary and maybe it's bad, maybe it's good. But
13: it shows a lot of people
11: people care. A lot
18: of people really care about how this goes. And I don't know. I like. It just makes me more bullish on Juno long term. This is just like a a speed bump along the way. Like the amount of people that have like given a shit about this nerdy bullshit, like. It's amazing. It's incredible. I I don't know.
1: It certainly is. It, it it it's made me more bullish on it as well, but yeah, I need more fiat to burn into it to it. Uh also congratulations to Coney Daddy for being for getting selected as the new oh, advisor.
19: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh,
17: wait, wait, um,
11: what, what
19: did you get, Coney?
13: What is this? I'm the I'm the official uh, advisor. ed and
10: wazer and wazer to chihuahua um i would like to say right now i did not game the chihuahua airdrop but having said that in hindsight i wish i did um you know i don't know this whole prop 16 thing is insane uh first and foremost i kind of wish i was the whale um i think that'd be kind of badass i know y'all don't think you know I know y'all don't want a giant whale, but I kinda wish I was a threat to He didn't get wrong, dude. I mean...
1: Oh no. That was like no. the best was like the best 30 seconds of my life.
18: That's why I love Coney. Just such a great point of view. <laughs> he, <he's laughs> Thank so God passionate. for guys come. so just so
11: just so real. I wish I was the whale.
1: <laughs> I like the, I mean we all wish we were the whale, man. Dude, if there's <laughs> one person
13: I'd want to be the whale, it's definitely Coney.
1: I was t- I was Maybe telling Joe. I remember telling Joe, like, I love looking at my Wawa account because then it's like, I kind of envision that being my Juno account. I'm like, man, I wish I could be a whale like that. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day Coney can pump it to $10 and I'll be the whale.
18: <laughs> Is the moral of the story that we all should try to make these multi-level marketing scheme Ponzi's and so. hope that glorious airdrops come? You want to like, sell
1: some uh, fitness? gorgeous gy- you know, some, some fitness shakes for me, Joe?
15: <laughs>
4: or, or just keep
18: your multiple wallets going. Either way, yeah. No, I prefer stealing from Japanese grandmas. It makes for go. a much better movie.
1: But for I, real, this th- should
18: be a movie at some point. I think in like the...
17: Documentary.
1: In the thread, didn't it say they give them back dollars? Like they take their atom and give them back dollars? Isn't that what it said? I don't know. They're definitely Scammers. Um, yeah
18: i heard about them a long time ago man and it's just crazy that they became like gloriously rich off these airdrops and like japanese grandma's giving up their keys and dude it's just like sad and that's why i said it's just like the most human story ever like there's so many levels of human just we're fucking crazy
1: i actually have um, to shout out you bro because as soon as Juno dropped, I went into the telegram to see what people were saying, and it was like scrapped project this uh you know how people are in there and uh you know everybody was saying that um yeah there was a there was a big whale and it got gamed, and it was an issue day one I remember, so um shout out to you guys, always giving like <laughs> straight up uh analysis even uh that early it was it was crazy. Mm-hmm.
15: Yeah, I a, think. Back, I, back then, man,
12: um, sorry, I just wanted to interrupt quickly. You know, it it, it seems kind of telling because there was an airdrop that came out a while ago. It might have been Chihuahua, even where there was somebody that was saying like eligible for anybody staking except to Game. And I remember like that specifically. If you, as long as you don't delegate to Game Validator, you're oh, eligible. Right. I can't remember which one, but whoever the hell that was obviously knew something was up.
1: Was that Doki? Nah, was it? I can't remember.
12: There's a couple that have started to exclude GAME. I think OmniFlix even
11: did it. Uh, somebody somebody recently that was pretty large. There's more no, than there's no
18: one. It's been pretty well known for a while that GAME was doing this operation. I just don't think that everyone doing this airdrop realized that they had all the accounts split up into different addresses and stuff like what Sonny did around the... Um quadratic fair drop is like a mechanism that can help with these kind of issues, and that 's why osmosis i mean they have i don't even think they 've even thought about uh scrapping the whale, but I think it a lot of us do because he didn't game it nearly as much, and just the way that juno i mean osmosis tokenomics worked first juno's like um it all just kind of boiled down to this whale like getting absurdly powerful and off the backs of like Japanese grandmas like that is so fucked up i don't even remember. such Yo, a human story
1: how do we know it's Japanese grandmas like I'm just no curious. that's just how i'm picturing it it's like some- oh okay okay i'm just like okay like know <laughs> specifically that's funny because no, yeah, uh, uh, the same thing like but like what what they're basically saying is that they were somehow getting the seed phrase of people from telegram and then like stealing their atom right
18: That's not how I'm understanding it. I'm understanding it as like, they would ask for like funds as part of this like scheme. And on their side, it would show them as owning Adams. But really, game would own that Uh, wall. So like, it tricked people into thinking that they were like, properly making investments into this scheme, when really, it was just them. It's like a Bernie Madoff kind of thing. Like, it's very similar. It's just like a straight up Ponzi.
1: Yeah, they're giving them back dollars, but they're collecting way more, right? Or I don't know.
18: Oh, I don't know about the cash outside. I mean, obviously fraudsters right. always have to make fat profits and they're not they're not in it out of the best interest of their heart. Like I mean they stole all these people's Juno and Osmo and they said, Hey, but to make up for it, we're gonna make our own shitcoin airdrop that we're gonna pre-mine and own ninety percent and give you some of that. It's like dude, just levels of scammery. Just <laughs> So, so you think
1: everything in the medium article is just bullshit like from them just lying well i think
18: when you're backed up against a wall every organism creature whatever is going to do whatever it takes to try to put themselves in the best light like like i don't know have you ever seen like ted bundy or these motherfuckers like talk about
1: like <laughs> yeah, they, i guess i guess they, if i was about to lose a 100 and 40 or $130 million, I'd say anything, right?
18: <laughs> yeah, no, I'd play the victim card. I'd say, oh, I was planning on getting it back to all these Japanese grandmas. It was just a matter of time. And like what no one's even talking about all the osmosis he stole from all these people. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think this, this person is just a bad person, um, this entity. I don't, I don't know if it's, a, it's not a single person, obviously. I just picture I, them but, all
1: driving Lambos, man. It pisses me the fuck off. Oh, I mean, <laughs>
18: yeah, good for them. I mean, they really did make a hell of a Ponzi scheme that just paid off a hundredfold. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, honestly, think
1: about it. You're rich as fuck off of scamming people, and then somebody comes along and gives you $120 million. Like, you must feel like like, dude, like, you must feel like life is a joke or something like you're just like why is it so hard for all you people like would they just get like life just gives me stuff like i don't understand it like i don't know how you even become in that position like i don't know like it's worthy of a movie i think you said that it's oh dude i'm I'm
18: definitely looking forward to this like are you I'm just already playing this story? No, I'm just like assuming you that like, this story go, is so juicy.
1: You need to go to Netflix tomorrow <laughs> and say, look, I'm representing Ignite. Let me tell you this fucking story. Okay?
17: <laughs> <laughs> and you For need real, to get that nuts. shit
1: popping. And then you can get us paid, dude. You can be like, look, I know some guys. They do some Twitter spaces and we can get you, we can get you a quality ass movie here, dude. And then, <laughs> and then
18: we can start our own Ponzi scheme. A Netflix and... <laughs> original. Dude. Yeah. We'll we'll get paid in Adam and we'll stake it. And we'll, exactly. You know, put it in
1: 50 different wallets. Hell yeah. That's, you that's the up moral up. of
13: the story here. You know what's up. Uh, you you should like totally make a proposal for like movie funds. Okay. <laughs> I'm down.
3: Uh, I have a technical question to ask regarding Juno. If up, let's man? say we. Uh if let's say we already voted uh earlier than our 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 validator and then they vote after us, do their future vote override the delegator vote or they they still maintain the delegator vote? Delegator
18: vote always has priority. Okay, so, y- yeah, yeah, delegator always takes priority over what your validator says. But you okay. can you can change your vote at any time and as long as you don't <laughs> I'm, vote I'm currently like changing
13: my vote automatic. three times
15: already
18: oh yeah no dude this is a tough this is super tough man I, yeah, I'm, I just point,
15: I'm just at the point i'm
5: just at the point i guess i yes i'm, yeah, I'm to no and yes again now
1: <laughs> well good luck man like it is a hard decision and i'm not gonna sway either way but
18: yeah that's why i just i've been really trying to focus on the idea of not calling the other side idiot or like bad intentioned or like if you changed your mind then you got bribed like no that's not what this is about this is a fucking tough decision we have blunt tools working in a tricky fucking situation like just do what your gut tells you do what your heart tells you like <laughs> d- don't listen to what the fuck core one says or Massey or jack who cares just look at the body of facts and make your own decision
1: it hasn't helped yeah, that, like, yeah. key leaders in the space have flip-flopped as well, like, publicly, you know what uh, I mean? that's, that's, That tells you that's, how
18: complicated of a topic yeah. it is. Like, I I True. actually honor people that are able to switch their mind. Like, I am i don't take that stance of, like, yeah. oh, like, a politician, oh, you've changed your mind, you're a fraud. No. Like, the best, the smartest people do change their mind, and that's what makes them smart. Um, Hey, but, hey Joe. What's up? Hey, Joe. Dave. I'm Lola.
19: I just wanted to shout out um, uh, real quick to all the validators out there who spent a ton of time evaluating this proposal and putting together Twitter threads. Um,
15: Oh, for sure, dude.
19: Yeah, I mean, it was just super impressive to see uh, the validator community stepping forward and uh, sharing their analysis and uh, sharing their thoughts and kind of putting their their own um, delegations at risk. So, for those of us in the middling, uh, uh, you know, of the Juno validator set, like uh, Loa Labs, um, you know, much love to all of you for uh, yeah, getting your uh, getting the word out there. I spent probably 15 years in traditional politics before I got into Web3, and um, you know, if you think this shit is messy, you've not uh, you know gone into the belly of the beast and how policy is created and legislatures work and all of that stuff. And and frankly, I think we're doing all right. In um, you know, a lot of respect to the yes, no, and abstain. Sides of things and keeping cool. Heads. Yeah, and you know, I, I just want to also uh, also give a shout out for for folks who are, you know, trying to keep it on the on the on the cool and not um, you know going too hard after their uh, other uh, tokens and friends and colleagues who are dealing with this decision. Because speaking as somebody, you know, Loa went from yes to abstain. Um, you know, I can say that I was probably probably close to ten, uh, probably close to fifteen hours at this point just reading. Threads and um you're really trying to like conquer what's best for the network and i just feel that the yes or no side is all holding that space uh really clearly uh, for juno and frankly i just become much more bullish on the whole juno community than i was uh even uh, before i started this um so uh, l- lots of love to everybody out there for holding court and, uh, and another vote for additional funds, resources, and attention to governance tools so we can make more calibrated decisions as both validators uh, and token holders, um, particularly on topics that are really, um, you know, can change the course of history uh, like we've seen here at Juno. So that's, that's all I'm going to say. Thanks, everybody.
18: Yeah, that was a great, great little uh, rant there. Um... Yeah, I just so I just want to like highlight one more thing that he said, like I'm clearly in the yes camp. I've made that m- many times. But like, like the work of like Joe Abbey or Jabby or whatever, like even though he's been firmly in the other camp this whole time, like I just appreciate the forensic detective, crazy level that all these people are going like all these people really give a shit. And what like what he said earlier, like the people on the yes side want the best for the network and the people on the no side want the best for the network. So it's just it's just cool to see so much passion over magic it, internet money.
19: It, it would be nice just to light it up. There's still 16 validators have not uh, cast their vote and maybe they're just waiting for the last minute to do so. So you still got some time, but um, it'd be really nice to see uh, uh, the validators on in the active set kind of step forward um, and uh, to show up uh, you know, one way or the other. I just think it, it
10: supports the governance and community uh, values. With that Hello. said, hi uh we're one of the we're one of the validators um who have we're about to vote and um i'm uh i I work at figment and so as of right now uh figment has like not voted and uh we've been debating personally as well as like as a as a organization um over the last like several days how to vote um and like even personally like i would say like my 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 own personal thoughts on it were that like the the original proposal um, was fairly like we I didn't really agree with the argument, but um, I thought the response was also fairly um, lackluster. And so originally my my initial thought personally was to like abstain from voting. Um, But ultimately, just want to give like in the next couple of hours, uh, figment will be will be voting and we're going to vote no with veto.
8: Gavin just tweeted five Um, minutes ago that you guys were going to vote. No, we don't. What's that? Gavin just tweeted like five minutes ago that you guys voted.
10: Yeah. So, so like we're, we're, we're literally, we just like, we just, uh, we just tweeted, um, we're going to be posting something on our blog. And then we're just waiting for like key management um, to do the vote, but we're going to do it like probably within the next like hour or two. Um, And so The reason for it, I think Gavin probably produced like a high level um, understanding of it, but essentially it's, you know, we think that Juno Prop 16 um, really, we we see it as a systemic risk for Juno as the proposal itself is insufficiently developed, um, we think. And uh, the proposed intervention sacrifices immutability to manage uh, seemingly low risk of network corruption due to civil attack on consensus or governance. And, uh, you know, I think I've been I've been on this uh, this this Twitter spaces now for probably about over 30 or 45 minutes. And um, I think, you know, when we even if we had like, agreed with the actions being proposed and we don't necessarily agree with them fully. um, We have a duty to vote against the proposal because it just lacks the sufficient justification that's maybe come forward in since then, but but not through the governance proposal itself. And so the considerations detailed in the proposal are sparse when compared to the magnitude of what's being proposed. And the proposal was submitted without referencing any sort of public discussion. Um, Figma has pretty much like consistently maintained the position that there should be some minimum standards for creating and accepting governance proposals. I've heard that a lot over the last few uh, speakers. And so especially when proposing something this consequential um, that intervenes um, with, you know, token state. Uh, um, we think that, like, you know, uh, these are things that are like really deserve a some sort of standardized practice of like posting it in a forum, similar to like what you see a lot of times with um, osmosis. Um, a discussion period before um, a revision potentially of the original proposal, and then after that, you know, posting it as a proposal, when everyone's had a a chance to be, everybody's opinion has been, um, has been heard, um, new, new facts can come to light that are meaningful and, um, and, and and can sway voters. And, you know, it gives people the time and the, the necessary sort of like, um, ability to, to understand what's being proposed, what's happening, and then making that vote. And so that's sort of, I just wanted to come in and just let everybody know that this is sort of like, uh, we, we haven't voted and we've been noticing that we're, we've been quiet. And like, one of the things that we, you know, what we chose not to do is actually just as important as what we chose to do. And so like, we could have just done nothing, right? Which means that like Figment is not participating and effective, while effectively it's like similar to abstaining from voting. It shows that we're like neglecting our voting duties as a validator and uh, it wouldn't be contributing, you know, to, to the governance process. Um, We could vote to abstain, which, uh, which would mean that, you know, we're taking no position and that we're prepared to be responsible for aligning ourselves with whatever the majority position results uh, come from the, from, from the vote, even if it's something that we disagree with or we could have voted no um, which in this case would mean that we would you know, disagree with the proposal, but still res- respect um, a majority decision. Uh, well, we also think, you know, we have a fairly large uh, delegation, and we understand that some folks might get upset with us. Um, they may undelegate, um, which is their, their choice, um, or they could vote themselves. And as someone had just mentioned before, that means that ultimately, uh, you know, their vote, will be respected ahead of ours. Right. So that's, that's one way for folks to still participate in governance, you know, and stay delegated uh, to figment. And, um, but, but if if they feel so strongly about it, then, you know, we're willing to put those delegations at risk um, specifically because of how we feel about this. Um, And yeah, so that's sort of where we are. That's where we're at right now. Um, We're just waiting for the, you know, the final sort of uh, the vote, vote, come in. And one of the things that we think that's important about this, which is probably worth mentioning, is that you know, if I think over 20% of uh the voting the vote is uh votes uh veto with veto, then the vote like essentially still is voted down. And we're not voting it down because we don't think that like something should be like put in its place. We we would actually prefer if this was like gone back to the drawing table a little bit, um, refined, submitted in a forum discussed. And then, you know, after like, after which point, uh, something's like submitted again, we're, we're fine. We're, we're totally fine with that. We think that that process would be more inclusive. Uh, and, and probably what you could find is like that the community would rally around like a single, um, a single position. I feel
18: like there's some double jeopardy stuff going on here though. Like how many times can you put the same person on trial for the same or similar crime?
10: Well, I think the, the, the thing is, is that, well, it could be double jeopardy, I guess. I guess the, 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 part that there's, there's really the, the, the case itself, the, 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 the governance proposal itself is not very fact-based. Um, What's come out since then and in, like a, and in like a discussion and in tweets are other facts. But you're not voting on those tweets, right? You're not voting. The discussion that's happening now is happening. It's kind of rushed. Um, and so... are if, we if voting you- on everything, though? Like, why, why would
18: we not vote on this conversation? Like, I'm voting on everything. Like, I, I'm talking like this conversation, past conversations, tweet threads, all the information I've gathered, that's what I'm voting off of. And I don't know why I would not do that. But I agree with you, the, the proposal as worded is not fantastic. And it doesn't even bring all the all the evidence to light. Even the most important evidence is not in there, in my opinion.
3: Agreed. I, I think the very basic about this this proposal is that the fact that they are centralized and the 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 the, the drop has been very clear. No drop for centralized uh, entities.
8: Well, we have to be more clear on what that means. What is a centralized entity? I, as a human being, am a centralized entity. We, we have to be a little bit more clear
18: by what that means. I think you could roughly describe what they were doing as a centralized exchange that was giving out IOUs. Yeah, I, I,
8: arguably, I think that does qual- probably qualifies as a centralized exchange. Like, you know, it seems that they were probably seems like they were people were trading yen for atoms, basically, or. They're trading yen for points, which are then tradable for atoms. I don't know. It's probably an exchange.
18: Oh, it's It's a Ponzi. It's a Ponzi scheme giving out IOUs, which is kind of an exchange, but not with regulatory approval. I mean, Ponzi would be a very farish
3: argument because we we still haven't decided whether Ponzi is legal or illegal on the chain, but the stake the stake drop has been very clear. I mean, the the drop has been very clear in that- centralized exchange. and I think that's the primary reason why this proposal sixteen should go for yes.
8: Well, no, the stake drop was about not delegating to a centralized exchange validator, which yes, this would qualify for. This would probably qualify for, but uh, it's not like all centralized exchanges were prevented from getting Juno a job because you know we don't even know how many cen- a lot of centralized exchanges owned atoms and maybe didn't uh, you know claim they you know, weren't running a validator.
18: Again, this is super tricky subject where I think e- both side yes and no want the best for the chain. So I guess um, what was uh, Velvet? What what do you think Figment's going to do? if this proposal passes and you guys are a no with veto and obviously are very much against it. Like, do you guys have, because as of now, it looks like this thing is going to pass.
10: Yeah. So we've, we've thought about this a little bit. And like, some people have, you know, like historically said, um, you know, that like, a a no with veto signals that the voter intends to like exit the chain should the proposal pass. Um, But that's like actually not how we view that vote. Um, A true exit, like the chain vote would probably enable stakeholders to exit prior to the conclusion of the vote. Or in reality, um, they'd, they'd fork the network, which is not, Something where we're, yeah. we're about yeah, doing. I didn't
18: uh, <laughs> I didn't really mean to imply that that meant that you would leave the network per se, okay. but it it just meant I was just implying that you usually know with veto means that the proposer has somewhat malintentions or is an attack to the network in some senses, so so,
10: so uh, like what I could what I could like I think one of the reasons why we're voting no with veto is like a specifically because like, as you mentioned earlier the the proposal itself is pretty it's half baked it, it's half baked right and and honestly, like my own personal opinion on this is like this may open floodgates uh that we are perhaps ill prepared and not really understanding like the the implications going forward of what this like kind of what impact this will have on cosmos just in the future like I mean, just to think for one moment about it, right, like a lot of people are unhappy with the Evmos like airdrop right like who's to say like hey you know what this happened on juno last month um and now why don't we do like some people are upset with like how the airdrop was was created and so what do we do we're going to do it on on this next chain as well right and it just sort of like cascades and and snowballs into something where it's like okay this wasn't really the intention right and like it, it takes it takes like one sort of misstep to you know history all of a sudden kind of is rewritten and the way that these governance proposals are being how how well they're being written or how poorly they're being written you know all of a sudden like kind of flies out the window and like this is the new standard that we've set and so i guess the question really comes down to like is this a standard that we want to set right now and is this how we and, this, and is this like the hill we're about to die on and I think the answer is like, no, that's a very not.
18: that's a very bold take to say that this one proposal of a fully airdrop chain that's two months old, maybe sets the precedent and the standard for the entire cosmos. It, like, it that's, that's a bold I, statement. It I don't I don't know that it is, though. I mean, how how like you why does Juno why are they the king of the cosmos? Oh, like, how, oh, how, how do they set the theory. precedent? I'm
10: I'm not saying they're the king of the cosmos, but I mean, like, look, uh, um, let's, let's be honest here. Uh, you know, Juno, two things. Number one, like osmosis, um, set the precedent for the type of airdrops that we're talking about right now. So much so that the same snapshot was taken. But once people started to understand that these snapshots were like, this is how to game the system that, that it was. Right. So like it's not, and, and Juno is a, is one of the most recent darlings of the cosmos. I don't think they're the, I don't think they're like the Kingmaker or anything, but they they, they broke at the top hundred as far as like market cap over like in the like last month. And, you know, like it, it is like sort of a standard bearing one of the standard bearers that will likely have a ton of airdrops to it going forward. And Specifically because they're launching governance tokens. So, like, there's, there's a way where you can look forward and say to yourself, okay, is this potentially like we, we know that there's people that have like that are upset about large airdrops. I, I mentioned a chain by a, a little earlier that like not everybody is super thrilled with that folks got like large, like, uh, uh, inflation rewards for early on right in, 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 the, in the in the genesis of the of the blockchain being started and like how far of a how far like how is it that crazy to believe that like if this is successful this time that like we're literally not going to see this next month and again and again like it, it it's very possible and and the chance the question is is like is that actually was that the goal and the answer is like no and that's why because it's like a unexpected consequence. Unintended consequence.
15: Hell yeah. Uh, Velvet, did you already go? Yeah, that was me.
1: Oh, my bad. I didn't <laughs> <do>. <laughs> whispers
11: up here, though. Whispers came up and they haven't had a chance to speak. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. They validated on a couple of different
19: numbers, too, so I'm interested to hear their take on this.
20: Yeah. So I I, uh, sure, thanks for uh, letting me up, guys. Um, I definitely agree with A lot of what's been said already um and definitely that this proposal has the potential um to set precedent not that it necessarily will but um being a validator on multiple chains we do see that a lot of you know cosmos chains borrow from each other and they use governance proposals as justification for other governance proposals on other chains so I definitely think it's a possibility, and that's why we need to be very careful here. Um, I I definitely see um, justifications on both sides of this proposal, you know, voting no or voting yes. I think based on the information that's been provided, you know, thanks to some awesome work from fellow validators, um, you could really justify either vote. What I think has been concerning the most to to us at Whispernode has kind of been this uh, mob mentality that seems to have developed around this one where people and validators specifically feel a bit a little bit of like caught in the middle here, Um, like their decision could impact their business or their delegations. Because of this mob mentality and some of the bullying that seems to be going on on Twitter. So, um, I think that's, you know, an area for improvement and just in governance in general. So, it's been really interesting to see some of this play out. And I'm curious if something like private voting would change the behavior. You know, I know it wouldn't be the best thing because you want transparency, especially when it comes to validators um but i do wonder if it would change the outcome at all if if private voting was a thing
17: yeah i i uh hey everybody i i would say that i i totally agree that private voting would prevent some of the mob kind of tendencies on um on the the voting mechanism It'd be really cool if there was, um, you know, some kind of content to help voters actually see the issues. Um, I know there's some forums that could kind of open up and and get, you know, um, uh, provide like the the different perspectives, not necessarily along any kind of political lines, but just so that people can quickly get uh, the information and decide for themselves without taking the cue of, you know, 70% of the votes already yes.
4: Um, the other
17: thing that kind of I'm, I'm hearing and I just want to comment on is it, it sounds like we're, we're worried that there's like a slippery slope, you know, like if this happens, there's going to be, you know, it's likely there's going to be precedent set by it. And I don't know if that has to be the case. Like a, a Genesis, a, a Genesis uh, award is a, really a special event and it's not, you um, uh, and there's there there is a lot of information around this particular case um, that it doesn't it doesn't feel like it has to be uh, you know a precedent and that we're gonna slide into kind of a dark way of governance. Just my my piece.
11: Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Cool. cool. Never know if my mic's working. Uh, Steven or Stefan, sorry, whichever way it is. If I pronounce it wrong, <laughs> um, but uh, Yeah Steven. Stephen, yeah, okay. Uh, I gotta. I love that feedback. Um, it's really good. Um, I think that, uh, like, the private voting especially is going to be really important. Like Do you hold validators private as well, or do you hold them accountable so that people know what's going on? Um, I think that. Redelegating from a validator because of their vote is bad, but I do think that you should have transparency into how they're voting. Um, that being said, uh, so with one second, I'm in an airport
10: and I gotta do something. With you. <laughs> uh, when he comes back, um before he comes back, I just want to let you guys know that in if you guys are dropping off, um it might, it might just be the like weird connection. Twitter Spaces has been really, really buggy lately, so we're not, you know, bringing you guys down. It might just be the bug that's
11: going around on Twitter Spaces. All right, throwing back. Uh, so the thing about precedent and the slippery slope, I'm actually on the side of this being like a slippery slope because in life, just in everything, we compare. We can trust so that we can make decisions. So when there becomes another issue in in the future where we feel like we need to take action, and maybe like one of the thoughts that come up is taking away the balance of the wallet, we're instantly going to
12: refer back to this situation.
11: So I do think that it is important that we take this seriously because it is going to set precedent for not only Juno but a lot of Cosmos based change and maybe even other you know crypto projects as well. So I think that we do need to like tread lightly. Like it's not Saying that if we vote, yeah, it's bad. But I just think that we need to be aware that whatever we do vote is going to be looked upon for
18: a while and it's going to be like a reference point for a lot of things that we do. Hey, sorry guys, my phone died in the middle of when I was talking, but um, I'm back now. Joe. What's up, Chill Validation?
6: Hey, everybody, we're coming through okay? All right. So we're going to throw in a couple of thoughts here. Uh, We know that everyone who delegates. their stake to any validator trust us to do our jobs correctly and we're here to validate and make sure that the blockchain operates and produces valid blocks so on our side we voted no uh, not because we think that we should be giving coins to whoever but because people trust us and other validators to create those valid blocks so we shouldn't be using that delegated power to basically pseudo and change the blockchain. Um, If we have any personal thoughts, we'll vote with personal coins. But we didn't want to do that with uh, delegated coins. Um, As such, uh, yes, uh, Genesis was not perfect. And yeah, we thought that it would be great to fix it. But we also know that there are certain core tenets of what's important in blockchain, which is that security and that uh, belief that the counts are secure and such that taking away those same coins would essentially be trying to make two wrongs create a right. And in that case, we thought that we would become less as a community for that. And there may be room for a better resolution where working with the whale to properly distribute the coins to the end users would resolve this, uh, basically taking away the single power uh, centralization. And you can look at our Twitter. We've actually posted a few details on where we've seen the whale distribute Atom in bulk. So they've actually, I think they've made tooling to help this and they could probably extend it to Juno. And if we could actually onboard thousands, if not tens of thousands of new users onto Juno, then we actually gain as a community as opposed to completely lose. So hopefully that injects a little bit more ideas into the community. Let's see what we can do. I thought your
18: first point was really awesome around um, not using delegated power to restructure a blockchain. That makes a lot of sense to me. I love these conversations because you really see that people care. You know, like
11: Joe, you say, like, people care so much. But like, just seeing that on every level, people care, whether it's, you know, somebody who owns one Juno you know, or somebody who's a parkour one or someone who's a validator, like everybody
15: cares deeply about this. It's, it's, it's awesome to see.
17: So, well, so just a question, like is what, I mean, what would constitute a line where governance, where, where the community would be in, in the right self policing? Like if it's not something like this, what would that look like? Is there anything where governance would should have a say? Um, and, I mean, we've never been faced with this before, so this is, like, you know, I've heard it said on this basis that this is just, like, a, uh, a very human, like, very human situation, very messy story. Um, yeah, that's, that's, like, the hard dilemma is, like, what, <laughs> if, if it's not, you know, stealing, you know, stealing money is that, like, you know, this is, again, this is another slippery slope argument but like what if it was money raised you know, doing child pornography or something right like would the community then be in the right or would it still be is it more important that that goes but uh because you know the immutability of the chain is paramount to everything and it doesn't matter um uh, and just just kind of a to put that out there and I would love to hear what you guys think
20: i i think that's a great point i guess and I do ethically and morally, you know, stand against those types of things, I think the difficulty becomes in then how far do you extend it? You know, we are aware of this one whale gaming the system here, but how many whales or how many people gaming the system do we not know about? And then is it the communities? responsibility to kind of police the chain there and that's kind of where i think um some people that that vote no get concerned it's not necessarily the facts in this case that are wrong but the precedent of certain behavior and certain expectations um for like policing the chain and stuff like that
1: that's a good point but even if we like fix this at genesis It was still $2 million, you know what I mean? So it was always going to be like a substantial amount of money and a lot of pain to correct this mistake. But like, I just, you know, I, I get what chill validation is saying, but I just don't understand, like, to what degree can I make a mistake and fix it? Like if I created a blockchain and Oh shit, I put an extra zero on here and I accidentally made somebody rich that I didn't even mean to be in my ecosystem. I wanted to create a, uh, like a decentralized place where like retail investors actually have a chance to make it. You know what I mean? Like that's how I felt like Juno was for like the small guy. Like, hey, you can come in here and get into something really cool, really uh, groundbreaking. And we don't have any VCs. Oh, shit. Well, I accidentally in- included one. And like, why can't they take it out? That's just my question. Like, like, at yes. to what point can I fix the mistake? You know what I mean? So I
18: heard someone say earlier that, the immutability is what's key with these things. And I don't think that's the magic of proof of stake. I think that's the magic of proof of work. I I think proof of stake is all about the tokens own it. So like we need to just listen to what the token holders say. That's why I really appreciate what Shil said around as a delegator, I'm not gonna use my delegated power to um, reorder the chain. But at the end of the day, we need to listen to what the Juno holders say. Like this governance is built in for a reason. If the If the majority, of Juno holders believe it's the right thing to do, then it's the right thing to do, it's the future. That's how proof of stake works. Like if if one minute, 70% of all Atom validators decided that they wanted to change the blockchain, they could too. Like anyone could. So like, it's it's all about getting that majority. I just think there may need to be some sort of like additional tooling created in the future to create higher thresholds for like changing the state of the blockchain. Like, that may need to be a different level of governance than um, just a typical, like, minor per, like parameter change. But with that said, the majority of the coins need to be able to control the network because that is what the whole point of this is. So, like, when you were talking earlier about, is it right to, like, if some guy is doing child pornography and makes billions of dollars in the cosmos and... Like, does can his coins be taken away only if the vast majority of token holders believe that's the right thing to do? And that's the end of the story. Like, let's see how the Juno people vote, and it that'll be the future. And that's just how this stuff works.
12: Yeah. 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 The threat that Polkachu wrote in regards to this kind of thing in Prop 16, where they talked about the traditionalist versus the pioneering approach. And if you look at the, even the DAO hack, when you refer to the, um, how code is law and that's what they wasn't talking about. And that sort of, I think goes to Clay's con- comment about like permanence in blockchain and how that's always how it was. And if there was a mistake in the code and there, that led to a hacker and an exploit, that's how it was meant to be. But Pokachu, um, the validator voted in favor of Prop 16 to try to look at the pioneering approach that, Perhaps us in the proof of stake space in the Cosmos space, are trying to do think differently, and that maybe this is a new way to address governments and a new way to address, you know, how things should be done um, in a country where one's racist or racist law is just for its people. And maybe that's a terrible example, but the point is, in similar to what Joe said, is that if people want something and the majority agrees, is that not therefore a correct address? Just something to think about.
18: Yeah, I think Juno has been about thinking differently from day one. That was it was always a think different chain. Like you have people that are running these like fully VC funded chains that are like piping in on this this like topic and they got five Juno thinking that they're gonna write a 20 tweet thread about how Juno is China now. Like shut up. That's this that's not what's going on here. Like this is this is designed to be a community ran project and a what I would consider a centralized exchange. Squeaked under the radar, and it's it's worse than that. It's a centralized exchange that was running a Ponzi scheme. Like, like someone said earlier that you can only vote on the evidence that was in the proposal, and that's bullshit. It was just like a little bit of tweet, like a little bit of text in a thread. Like, there's so much more to this story. How are you ever going to fit that into an on-chain proposal? Like, it's just not going to work. So,
1: what do you think would happen if all of these VCs got together and made a chain? And one retail investor gamed it and got twenty million dollars from the get
18: go. What do you think would happen? See, that's the thing that it's not even possible because in these VC chains, they have very sophisticated like software agreements with like you got to put in money and I mean like it's a totally different ball game. No, it's I, just
1: a, it's just a hypothetical question. Like, what do like, you think would happen if we if we fucked them over? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think Wall Street bets of-
18: tells you Wall Street bets and GME is a, is pretty much that like these people fucked over the big boys and then they changed the chain of of the stock market. So like it's, I guess you could even say it holds all the way up to the stock market level. Like if the majority of like value participants believe that's the future, that's how it works in proof of stake where, so like in your case, if someone, if this BC chain was uh, co-opted by a retail, like, I guess it depends on the token ownership. Like if it's proof of stake chain and this guy gamed it enough to get enough tokens, then Like he is the leader now. Like he took over the chain from the VCs. So like I I guess
1: they would shut that shit down. You know they would, dude. They'd be like, Yeah, we can't do you know what I mean? Like,
18: yeah, no, they would just fork off, which is just it's kinda like I don't know. I I have a hard time with this like people like getting confused on what proof of stake and proof of work is. Like I like Bitcoin is the one where like, obviously no one's ever going to be able to steal funds from someone else. Like that just, it doesn't work like that. But um, proof of stake that is especially like a fully airdrop chain. This is like totally different ball game than, and that's why I also think it doesn't set a precedent for the whole cosmos. Like maybe if Adam did this, like maybe you could start making a stretch that it would set a precedent for the cosmos. But I don't think that someone like Sonny is going to reorg his block or osmosis just because Adam or Juno did like, so I think some people are just taking it a little bit too far and like extrapolating like, Oh man, this is going to be the death of the cosmos. Like, no, it's, it's one chain that was fully airdropped. Like, I don't know. Sorry. That was kind of a rant. But
6: Yeah. We certainly see that um, as governance becomes more mature. And proposals are better written, uh, maybe even to be more balanced, that as everyone votes for what they believe is right, uh, people will be more readily accepting of whatever the outcome is. Uh, In the meantime, uh, we wanted to uh, vote no in our case, because we wanted to let everyone know that we're not trying to evaluate their character before we decide what to do with their accounts. Because at some point everyone is coming for everybody and we kind of need a default state of feeling secure. So that's just an idea that we had.
18: Yeah, no, I thought your point made a lot of sense, man. Like this is probably one of the, one of my favorite points I've heard today. But with that said, I still think what matters is the, how the Juno holders vote. And the fact that you as a validator want to, not reorg the chain with your delegations that makes perfect sense to me um but yeah this is a messy topic like my mind has switched back and forth between yes and no 100 times like i don't know
10: what, what what do like i actually have a question about like developers of applications on juno network on juno um, are you do you feel more confident or less confident? Like, I'm just like actually asking, cause like, again, we haven't really had chains. We have, we have not had chains in the cosmos that have applications being built on top of them. They've all been app specific blockchains, right? Um, you are, we're moving into a different sort of like era. And so as a developer, how, how confident are you in a chain where, Folks can vote and change the change the state. Have you asked the Ethereum developers? You mean from back in two thousand and yeah? When that didn't even
18: have that didn't even have a vote.
10: No, absolutely agreed. It was and it was highly contentious, and it took it took more than four days to come to the decision to do so.
18: Yeah. Then how do those developers feel now?
10: Well, they forked the chain and. A bunch of people were on Ethereum Classic for a while. Um, Probably not great. It was pretty contentious. It was stupid contentious. all all the
18: innovation was there. All the innovation occurred there. And this was the chain that had that happen. So the moral of the story is sometimes crazy hard decisions are the right decision. Like, do I think the DAO hack was the right decision? In my point of view, looking back as an as coming to the blockchain space late, no. I hated it. I didn't that's why I never really liked Ethereum.
10: But there, and there, there also weren't any other like I mean I guess the other point of this would be like that there really weren't any other options to build anywhere else. Like applications and smart contracts on on blockchains, right? I mean I think the point sure, here, but that's and, kind of like switching
18: the subject though.
10: Well well no, because the other thing is is that you said, you know, this is proof of stake, right? Ethereum is proof of work. Immutability, like you said is a specific aspect of proof of work. This is not immutability anymore, because now we're talking about proof of stake, right? And so actually the game does change. It isn't it isn't apples to apples. So like the point is actually relevant specifically to Juno and, and not to Ethereum proof of work, in, in my opinion. So with the freedom to fork, right?
18: Isn't that... Like at the end of the day, that's how, that's how this Juno thing may end as well. Like that's how, that's the work around it. But I just think proof of work and proof of stake have a different kind of finality. But forking is I, I always an option.
10: Yeah, I'm not, dis, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think the, the point I'm making is that like, like I, I made a point about developers being like comfortable building because like it's not immutable. Um, and that like, like it can fork or, or, or you, can, you can go back and you can roll it back. And the point, the, like literally, the point of this is that is that it, it's like it's it's not it can be done essentially anytime. Like obviously, it should be done only in like the most egregious. I think moments is what is what you're you're suggesting. But like ultimately, as a developer, you know transactions that you've that your users and that you're like that you're the, the, the fans of, of of your of your project like can be rolled back as well and like and that's a risk it's like a non zero i think like what i'm trying to point out is i'm not saying like hey yeah it is a, it's a bad idea but it's like it's a non zero risk right yeah so, i think that's like, inherent
18: to all like yeah. all blockchains i guess but especially proof of stake blockchains like it, whoever has like over 66% of the vote decides the future
20: so do that- you got joe, joe and others i'm just curious i i had someone else ask me this too um Would you say in this case then that proof of work is more secure than proof of stake?
18: It's more final. There's more finality. Like a a Bitcoin block that is thirty blocks deep is that shit is stuck in stone. Like you have you have to do thirty one blocks work of proof of work before the next person does one, and then you have to hope the whole network agrees to. Like it's a totally different ballgame. So yeah, I think proof of work has a considerably higher level of finality as long as the level of work is considerably high
10: there's there's actually also one i mean the the hub has actually um changed uh, like state change intervention before as yeah. so, um i think i like can there was like a i think this proposition proposal 29 uh recovered it's from the ico Adam, yeah. yeah fundraiser participants had either lost or not received their genesis seed phrases and so it's been done before right i mean so it's it's not like this is like uh it's one of those things is it a feature or a bug is it a feature or a bug the proof of stake right and like i think
18: like it can be both i guess like It it depends on the situation. I'm a pro Prop 16 person. So in this case, I think it's a a feature. But I'm also like a Bitcoiner as well. And I love the immutability of Bitcoin. But I think it's totally different. Every Bitcoin was earned through work. These Juno were airdropped. And this was gamed by a more or less centralized exchange that was also running a pond. like this story is so deep and so many levels. So like, yeah, I I don't know. This is, <laughs> so, so we're kind of so going into a rabbit hole. No, mm-hmm.
11: I, I love this rabbit hole because, like, so from from my point of view, when I see like a blockchain, I I like relate blockchain and immutability together. For you guys, I feel like you're relating proof of work with immutability together, like proof of stake differently. And I just like look at immutability area, as a uh,
18: spectrum. Sorry, sorry so to totally, interrupt. Totally, you. no, you're going to get
11: that. I get that totally because there's a lot of things that are spectrum. Even like decentralization. So like. I just want to understand more from you guys, like, why is proof of stake immutable? And like, why, I, I like, why it kind of feels that okay?
10: like, especially you, Joe, you're a,
11: you're a BTC king. So it's like, I really am interested to hear from like, from your point of perspective, like why it's different, why you're okay with it. Because from like, for me at first, when I look at it, I'm like, okay, it's just a blockchain. So same rules, but proof of stake versus proof of work makes a lot of sense. It's like, I just want to understand that.
18: Yeah. I see immutability as like a spectrum. And like Bitcoin is always kind of at the front of that spectrum. But if you even go back like five years ago, Bitcoin is relatively insecure compared to now. So like if you could take a today's ASIC and bring it back 10 years, then you would control the chain and it would not have any security at all. It would have no finality. So like a proof of a a proper proof of stake chain in twenty in this scenario, would be more secure than Bitcoin. So like, there's just this like spectrum of finality. And I think proof of stake sits in this weird spot where it's all about the token holders, number one. And yeah, I guess it's all about the token holders. So like, if you have a diverse set of token holders, then like, it can be extremely secure. I mean, technically it could be more finite than Bitcoin. Like an alien could come to earth with a crazy computer and hack Bitcoin tomorrow. But if they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to produce like the stake to hack. I mean, assuming they can hack the network to like hack something like Juno or Adam. So like, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going off on another tangent here, but like, I just see like finality as a spectrum and it all depends on like, how your tokens are distributed in proof of stake or how much work you can prove in proof of work.
11: Okay. So I'm not kind of, I maybe this will answer that. So in proof of stake, do you see the health of the network as separate from what community consensus is, or do you think community consensus is what's most important to the health of the network?
18: Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> I think that who said this the other day, Zachy, that, it's it all just becomes social consensus. Like you can boil it down and it all just becomes social consensus in proof of stake. So like, um yeah, I don't know if you can even like unintertwine those two. Like I feel like the health of the network is a function of the token holder set. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to like Oh like so yeah, me. it's a
11: it's a crazy, crazy thing to think about. Like it's really, really deep and it's
9: yeah.
1: To me, it feels mm-hmm. like all these chains, all these proof of uh, stake chains are just like DAOs in a way. And like Juno exactly. DAO has way too many, like one of the participants just got airdropped way too much. And they want to correct that. And that's how I see this going. And like that, that's why it feels like it's not immutable like Bitcoin is, is because it feels like more of like a club. You know, you come in and buy into this club. And it was supposedly like the membership jackets were given to the people that, you know, they wanted to help grow the network. And like they just gave out too many jackets, you know what I mean? And that was a mistake. So, yeah, yeah I think I of it know. like
18: this, like, like you, you go to this raffle and everybody is intended to get one ticket for the raffle and you are halfway through the raffle. And you realize that the same person keeps winning again and again and again. And then you realize, holy shit, this dude gamed it and he got a shitload of tickets. I don't think it's wrong for the people throwing the raffle to realize, hey, this was not the intentions of this raffle. We need to punish this person and take away the tickets that they gamed. And that was part of that social consensus. That was that game. So
17: Especially like, when all the other participants in the raffle
2: feel that way, too, or most of the other participants. E- exactly.
18: Especially when you're proof of stake and the raffle system you have has a system so all the ticket holders can vote on how they think the future is. And if this person that gamed the system had, let's say, 85% of the raffle tickets, then it doesn't matter what the other 15% say. It It's going to be whatever he wants. But if this person gamed the raffle only enough to get 15% of the tickets, and this is a proof of stake system, then I see no issue with the other 85 saying, Hey, fuck this guy that cheated, get him back to his normal. We're not even, we're still going to let him participate. We're still going to give him a raffle. We're still going to let him keep all the prizes that he's gotten so far. And he's still going to be a fucking whale. Like, I don't know. I
17: I think, the the whole, uh, like team that runs Juno and everything did a very bad job in like coordinating a response together. It seems like there was like a lot of differing opinions, and it it really wasn't a good look to go back and edit the medium article and change all that. Like that made it look so much less legit. You know, I feel like they could definitely did a better job with their, you like, united. Yeah, I
18: think of it like as decentralization. Like if this would have been Amazon, they would have came out, they would have all met in boardrooms on Zoom. They would have came out with a clear, concise message and they would have been very, they would have all been on the same team where this is like decentralized. You have people within the core one team that disagree on this topic, but I don't think that's an issue. I actually think that's, that's a good thing, or at least it's just natural that everyone should be able to have their own opinion on this matter. So the I fact agree, that,
17: I agree, but uh, editing the medium article was a real, Oh yeah, note. Yeah.
18: no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to justify that. That's, I mean, that's stupid. Like just leave it how it is and say that that was not what your intentions were. Um, so yeah, I agree. I'm not going to say this is perfectly handled and I've, I think it's been a fucking shit show, but, um, yeah, I just I just think that this is what decentralization is. It's kind of messy. Like centralization breeds efficiency. That's like centralized equals efficient. Decentralized equals inefficient and you can just see it. And that's why like Cosmos can be a shit show at times and it's so filled with drama. There's it's this big decentralized mess of people all trying to weigh their vote into the into the mess. Um yeah, I'm not going to disagree that it was that it was handled poorly though. Like it's, it's been a shit show undeniably.
17: Well, did you have some space lab lab? Uh, I was just saying about the, um, like I wasn't a big fan of how it was handled and all that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm going to bring up uh, some other people They got questions. Wait a second.
18: I don't think anyone is fully pleased with how this went down. I mean, even the, the proposal that's on chain, even though I agree with the outcome, like it was poorly written and, like
1: who do we know who wrote that like or no
18: i mean massey was tweeting uh sorry uh wolf contract was tweeting about it before it went out and then it went out right away so so i'm assuming he was involved and he and he um he works for core one and he um said that it was supported by core one in the proposal when really like the core one multi-sig team did not actually sit down to like make an official statement. So, um, yeah. But anyway, the the moral of the story was it just wasn't properly written. I think it, it was written with emotions involved and it ended up stirring a bunch of emotions in a bunch of people and turned into a shit show when it could have been handled much more professionally. But yeah, hundred percent. Decentralization. It's a shit show. <laughs> analogy
1: to like what Amazon would have done really like, yeah, it's a huge difference. What's up, Angela? Do you have something to say, mm-hmm. or we can go to Chet? What's up, Chet? Hey
21: guys, I appreciate it. Um, no, I think uh, I think with uh, everybody voting and, and making the decision, um, the question that I have is now that now that we're getting close to the end, and if it does turn out to be yeah. can
1: you can you speak up? I can't really uh, hear you. Okay. Speak closer to a mic or something.
21: Yeah, let me let me get this out of the way
1: What's up, Kevin?
16: Hey guys, I've been listening in, and uh, I just wanted to say there's a lot of great points, and just to kind of further on uh, what Joe is saying, you know, it, I think everybody's pretty displeased with how this is all kind of unfolded, and um, I think, you know, I myself have been pretty vocal about being a proponent Prop 16, but it doesn't mean that it's been a clean process. And I think that, uh, you know, going forward, we can see that there's definitely some some adjustments and changes that Core 1 needs to make. And I think Wolf Contract could have done a much better job of stating and voicing his opinions in the history of the entire situation. And uh, like Joe was saying, it's it's a messy thing when you have decentralization, but that's kind of the key feature, if you will, that breeds innovation is. You know, it's much like open source. It's weird in the way that it moves, but you get beautiful gems and incredible services as a result. But you don't always have all the key executives aligned in their statements.
1: Yeah. And I mean, but put yourself in, uh, I guess, wolf's shoes. Like you're creating a project, and that project is gaining, like, is 10Xing and excitement and users and price all at the same time. And you have this information that, like part of your network is tainted like the community pool doesn't want those tokens for a reason you know what i mean so it's like like you you have to kind of play devil's advocate and like put yourself in that shoes like that's that's where i'm mainly coming from is like the developer standpoint like you know um like i'm not going to develop a blockchain if it's that stressful you know what i mean but like also like it's it's definitely on them to like design the airdrop to where it can't be gamed like this and like that i guess that work just wasn't done so i mean there's mistakes on all sides but um that's mainly where i come from it's like i try to put myself in the developer's shoes and like imagine you make this great protocol right it's amazing but like you accidentally gave somebody too much money and um now you basically work for them kind of you know what i mean because they're just dumping on you and like gaining all the rewards from your work and that's just like why would you work for that? Like, why would you be like, yeah, I'm going to still work for this fucking whale that I accidentally created. Like, it doesn't make sense to me.
21: Yeah. Um, this chat again. Hey, uh, I like, like I said, I like, um, with all the voting and all the stuff that's out there on Twitter and everybody, you know, doing their thing. And then today when I actually saw, I guess that scroll of what uh, wolf contract had, you know, been talking with the whale, Once we all saw that, I was like, I was up and down to yes and no, yes and no. I was like, golly, man, which way do I go? And then you get to the point where you start seeing that and you're just like, okay, wait a minute. Why, you know, why would, why would him be in part of core one at the time? I don't know if he still is, but actually be dealing with this guy. And then you could actually see in part of the scroll where he says, hey, I thought you weren't going to spend that money. I thought you weren't going to cash out any Juno. What happened? The guy came up with an excuse and then Wolf Contract makes a comment of, well, that's not what we agreed upon. And, you know, he's he's trying to correct the situation because now the guy's saying that his his uh, the people that were were investing in wanted to now get their Juno and start spending it. And he put a limit of 10,000 Juno a day. And then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this guy's made how many millions over the last, you know, from cashing out. That have actually said yes and closed down whatever we're doing, it, 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 even when even if we postpone. I'm sorry. Uh,
15: Sunkissed
16: orange.
21: What? Oh, oh and I thought, and, and and I thought, you know, even if we postpone or or put a lock on his stuff, not get rid of it yet because he still wants to defend himself, and there's going to be a lot of people wanting to defend him. But just say, okay, stop, dude. You know, right now we're going to put a halt on this. We're going to block we're going to block your address from gaining because, I mean, God, man, look at all the coins he's gaining daily. And then they're cashing out 10,000 a day. So if he's put a minimum now of he he said in his tweets that uh, people are wanting to cash out more and more daily. How do we know that 10,000 is not going to go to 20 and then go to 30? So I agree with, you know, when Joe was talking earlier about wanting to, hey, let's you know, if we take it, we, we say yes, we we burn these coins we get him out of the system we move on from here it, that's that's one way and then the other way is how do we know this guy is going to live you know it, with all he's promised to wolf contract on that on that scroll i mean how do we know that 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 he's ever going to live up to what he says if he's already went back once and maybe twice and can you imagine those people out there who's going to say I'm gonna give you my atoms to invest 50 different wallets, but yet now the Juno's here and we're gonna put it all in one wallet now. I, I, I guess that made no sense to me. But i had a lot
16: of friends. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, there's, there's no outcome that's not ugly in some way or another. But the, the underlying thing that we have to look at is, was there wrongdoing on the chain? And by their own admission, that's the only data we have that's verifiable they were acting as a centralized exchange. And I've said this before, and I agree with Putmos on this. You know, the very least we can do to secure the network is place the tokens in a form of escrow while we sort this mess out. The most likely outcome that makes sense is to burn the tokens because centralized exchanges were affirmatively excluded from the drop in the first place.
21: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And
16: they had all the trademarks and actions of a centralized exchange
21: exactly and i think yeah in, in so just like you said, if, i
16: i think it's messy and just like it's to
21: no I, I really think i really think with with everything that's going on juno is not going anywhere all right we're we're here to stay you guys man this the the technology everything that you've put together you've got some of the greatest minds together right now putting this together and that's why i aped in at $3 and 70 cents like everybody else did. I aped in, uh, you know, I don't have as much as the whale. I, I mean, I, heck, I'm not even, I'm not even a fingernail on that dude, but you know, with, with what, with what he did made me feel small. I mean, I was like, dude, I put all my, I put all my money into this thinking, you know, Hey, I I'm doing well. And then all of a sudden I looked over and within, I don't know, I don't know if it was within days or whatever, they were like, Hey, somebody, put 50 wallets of 50 K together. And I thought, okay, proposition four, let's do this. Let's do that. Then it was voted. No. And then I thought, okay, the whale's still making money. He's still making every day. He's cashing out money. And now we're about to get, now we're about to get knee deep and do raw, man. Can you with all this stuff that he has invested, how much raw is he going to get? I mean, that's going to be a lot of raw. Am I wrong? Let's hope so. Rosin Fair
15: Drop.
11: Fair Drop. So I think that he's getting the same amount as everybody else because he only has one wallet this time.
21: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. He's got one wallet that's good.
11: That we know about, at least.
16: <laughs> yeah, so, precisely. And, yeah. and that's where hopefully Joe Abbey's going to come in and, and do a little more research uh, that everybody can read. Oh, oh he definitely has a second form. wallet.
18: I've. Uh... I I've, I've done a little forensics on it. He's he's got multiple walls for sure. I mean, he's got a shitload of Adam. Um, I mean, from the original Ponzi, but I've seen him How I, much does I, he I, have?
1: How much Adam?
18: Well, his validator's got a it was one of the top validators forever. Like this dude made a ton of That's money on crazy. this Ponzi scheme. Yeah, no, he was a he was a top 10 Adam validator for pretty much ever. And I mean, I I I did some like forensic stuff and watched him take a couple days of Juno rewards and get like fifty thousand atoms like it was nothing. Um I'm
1: fucking nuts, man. Yeah, no, it's bananas.
21: Bro, so I mean he he's doing all this. He's already he's already made millions, 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 millions of dollars. And 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 for us to just uh to be able to put a stop to that and make the little guy feel like, okay, let, now now things are back to normal. Let's get going. You know, let the price start to climb back up because he's not cashing out, you know, whatever thousands a day. Um, I know people are cashing out, but we're not cashing out 10,000 coins a day. Um, I mean, I'm not cashing, I'm staking. So, I mean, I'm trying to build my stuff for five years from now. But my gosh, man, I
18: I mean. It's tough because I'm not against whales. I'm just the thing is that this network was specifically designed to not create whales. And then just the cherry on top that it was all based upon a Ponzi scheme. Like, like this guy does not deserve to get fabulously, amazingly rich off this awesome Project Juno. Like, do we really want this parasite to just live off of Juno for, the, like, his grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren are going to be on space yachts because he's a, because he's a scumbag? Like, um, no, I'm going to vote. I'm going to say fuck you to that guy. And even if it, like, changes the, um, I guess you could say finality or whatever. Yeah. Um, on Juno chain temporarily, like this is a one-time event only based upon an airdrop that will never happen again for Juno. So like I said, it's just like that raffle example. Like the sooner you can catch him scamming the raffle that was a good intentioned event, like the the better. Um, I actually voted no against Prop 4 because I just didn't, it was I didn't believe it at the time, but now I'm very firmly in the yes camp. But at the same time, I totally respect no's, no with vetoes, whatever. I respect all those opinions. I'm just going to vote how I vote and say what I think.
21: No, that's cool, Joe. I, I, think, uh, I think one thing that I would love to know, and that is to hear an AMA with Wolf contract and say, what were you thinking? If, the, if that scroll is true, I don't, I don't know. I don't think somebody sat there for hours and wrote that back and forth conversation. But if somebody, if if Wolf Contract did have that conversation with the whale, I'd love to say, dude, what what were you thinking? And then when he started to back out of your agreement, I mean, did you come to the core and say, I fucked up? I mean, that that I mean, I fucked up, guys. How are we going to fix this? I, I I don't know. I think it it went it went way to the end, and and then when it finally came out, he I guess I guess he threw a quick, you know you know, the the prop sixteen together and he tried to stop it. He tried to to stop the bleeding. And hey, let's stop the bleeding. we'll stop the bleeding, but you still have to kind of come to Jesus, you know, that come to Jesus conversation and go, what happened? Why did you do
12: this? Wolf actually posted a little bit about that. He just said that he was in communication with him because they communicate with all valid with a bunch of validators as developers of a network. Um it's like a five tweet thread that came out during this space if you haven't read it yet um, not that that's absolving or anything but it's a place to start
21: no I I, I did see that and I, the only thing I thought was he was It's it looked like you know when we talked about it at first I know when everybody was tweeting at first everybody was like the insider trading thought process that there was no insider trading thought process but when you look at that scroll and he's like you know hey you know you know, Mr. Whale. Well, hey, I know you got this. Uh, we want you to, if you could put a, a hundred or a million dollars in the in the LP with the Adam Osmos. That's going to be really cool. And when Juno, when Juno Osmos comes out, if you could go ahead and liquidate that, and the whale comes back. Hey, I got you, man. I'm gonna whale. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. It was like, whoa, man. <laughs> boy you're talking Yeah, oh, I, no. I
16: agree with you, Chet. That's a, it's. A, it was done in extremely poor taste, and though the best intentions may have been in mind, it's. It's something that I think that he has to account for and CORE 1 has to account for on the tail end of all this because it looks, whether it is or not, highly inappropriate. And in a scenario where we're trying to deal with potential criminality and in the very least egregious ethics violations, you got to keep your hands clean and it doesn't look like that. It needs to be explained.
11: Yeah, I think this is one of those situations where like, all the best intentions were there at heart, but then once everything played out, It just played out opposite of exactly how you thought it would play out, and so it's just like a a weird situation that you know needs some more clarity and explanation. But like I think it's obvious that Wolf fucking cares about Juno probably more than anybody in the community. Like even though he said he was going to leave, he still came back because he fucking cares. He's like, nah, I can't just be silent. Uh, So you know, I think we give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's earned that. You know, no matter what we see out there. Uh, But like you said, it would be cool to just you know hear from him. And I think eventually we'll do that. But. Like, you know, Jake said earlier, right now is like a stressful time. So just giving him, you know, some space and the time to get it all out. Because maybe there's, there's, there could still even be more information that we don't know that Wolf's holding back because he's trying to be, you know, like a nice guy. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that all goes. I just think that.
18: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little biased here because Wolf's my boy. But um, with that said, he has good intentions for the Juno Network. Like, like it was just said, like the, he wasn't doing anything in malintent. Like, and I'm guessing it was a stressful situation where shit spiraled out of control. And I don't know. I've I've been in situations like that in my life. Like, sometimes you just start going down the slippery slope and it doesn't end well. I agree that he should probably make a statement saying like, yo, I fucked up because that I think it's just good to say that when you fuck up. But um, yeah, he didn't do it in bad intentions, I can almost guarantee you. Um, yeah. I, I
21: actually tweeted on him on, on his five, you know, on the tweets that you guys are talking about. I tweeted on there and saying, Hey man, I, I'm still with you, man. You, you, you know, you manned up, you came out, you said you fucked up. Cause then one of the, in those tweets he does say I messed up, you know? So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, dude, I'm with you, man. I, I mean, you put out a lot of good information, man. I've been following you for a long time, so I'm going to keep following you, man. So I, I ain't mad at you. I'm just like, you know, come on, man. You know, that's all it was more. It was more of that. It was more of that. Come on, man. You know, what are you doing instead of, you know, not not you're an asshole, Um, because the bottom line is the whale got greedy. In my mind, the greed on the whale side just outweighs everything. And that's just in my opinion, the you know, when he started the the cashing out when and and then he's saying that his people when he started saying, well, it's, you know, it's my investors. They, they want to start cashing out a little at a time. We'll go with 5,000. then it was, okay, now we want 10,000. And then he goes, now my people want this much money. And I'm like, no, it's because you're starting to see that we caught on to you and you're trying to cash out, at least in my mind, I'm thinking he's trying to cash out as much as he can.
16: Well, and if you look at the withdrawals of Juno, you'll see that they scale proportional to the liquidity of the network. So I don't buy it for a second that this guy is trying to be uh, you know, a good dude and keeping the network safe and only divesting according to his investors' wishes. I think the fact of the matter is that he has his funds locked up with each of these guys for two years, like he said, and he's trying to take profits at the maximum allowable amount without crashing the network.
21: And that I agree with you. I totally agree with you. When he's talking about I'm adjusting the slippage, uh, to make sure I don't, you know, I don't crash the network and, and I see the adjustments there. You know, he kept saying that he was adjusting the slippage to make sure that it wasn't, I was like, are you making it to where it's not, um, to where we, it's not noticeable or, or, you know, or I don't know. I I had so many questions for that guy. I'm just like, but, but at the, but in the end, we're not going anywhere, man. I think Juno is fantastic, man. It's, I, I've been, I've been with you guys when you guys first started talking about it. And, and I was like, I'm, I'm investing in these guys, man. And, and I'm here to stay, man. I'm not going anywhere. And this is great. I'm glad we're having this conversation. I'm going to bed. You know, thank you guys for coming together for this. I, I loved hearing everybody's thought processes. Yes or no, it doesn't matter. But we're, we're talking, and that's the key. And I like that, I like that we're talking, and, and we're going to fix this. And that's the key right there.
18: I'll talk to you guys later. Well, we'll said, Chuck. Sleep good, man.
16: Thanks, Chad. Sleep well,
11: man. So one thing I wanted to ask, like, which I feel like is kind of being swept under the rug, and maybe it's not a big deal to other people, is especially considering that they are maybe not the most favorable actors in the ecosystem, they run two validators, two separate validators in Adam. So, like, is that happening on all these networks? Like, I, I think white labeling is a different different ball game than having, you know, yourself running two validators. But if someone like this is running two validators, like, is that a problem? Like, do we need to stop that? Like, how do we stop that? Can we stop that? Like, what is that?
18: It's definitely a problem. It's not supposed to be allowed, for sure. Um, I mean, this guy just shows on so many levels that he's just a bad actor. Like, anybody who defends him is not a bad actor is tripping or misaligned or something. Um so yeah that's just one more example of well wow, he's just not good for the cosmos overall it's not just juno but we can't do shit about adam because we just can't so why don't we just do shit where we can and i think this is where we can so it's i think it's called sybil sybil attacks if you run more than one validator it's a sybil
12: attack if you uh just have more than one identity apparently it was named after a girl with identities order so that's that's why they're calling like the, the original um gaming the a civil attack because you have like multiple wallets so maybe it is on the validators as well
18: yeah i think it's way more of a danger on the validator level versus the wallet level for obvious reasons i guess not that can't be said i guess it's a pretty big deal on the wallet level too for these airdrops but not for consensus issues on a single network
12: i mean this can bring you back to like we were talking about with the president setting right that uh...
18: You're breaking up for pretty much all that for me. I'm oh, sorry.
12: Same thing the guy from Pigman was saying is that like this could set a precedent, open the floodgates to try and to remove somebody from multiple chains or who knows.
18: Yeah, I don't, I don't I necessarily, that. I don't love that narrative just because I don't know. I see the cosmos as like all these like independent, like planets or nation states, whatever you want to look at it, like. I don't think the actions here for Juno are going to affect osmosis and it sure as hell isn't going to affect Adam. I'll tell you that because Adam's hard to make do anything period. So, um, yeah. Anyway, like, obviously it's a risk, but like, can you, do you imagine a world where like this crazy shit happens on Juno and every network's like, you know what? I think we want to do that same thing. <laughs> Fuck no. This Honestly, is a nightmare. <laughs>
1: Like, if we create, like, a cascading effect where all these other chains, like, go after their whales, that would be <laughs> fucking
18: crazy. It's just ridiculous. It's like a world that is not even possible, but you can dream it as a possible scenario because we're trying to, we're going to vote no if you do know. Which is okay. okay Maybe. I, just, I, get
1: it. I just don't, like, I'm playing that out of my head. Like, in the future, somebody shows me a mint scan and says, yeah, fuck this guy. I'm going to put up a proposal. And they do. Like, I just don't see that getting traction like this This is. Because, I mean, it's coming from the main developers. And, like, maybe if you think this is going to happen again with the main developer, this will happen again. Like, I just don't see it. Like, I know there's going to be major decisions in the future that we have to weigh just as heavily as this one. But, like, I just don't see this kind of thing ever, like, happening again where we go after, like, pitchforks of a whale, like, after a whale. I just don't, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe I'm wrong, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see that happening, where we see like an onslaught of proposals saying I, like I think no with veto
16: kind of generally takes care of that. I mean, you can see just on this proposal the animosity and the amount of people who voted no with veto just because it's such a uh, divisive concept and because it's such a dangerous precedent if something were to be done simply out of the purpose of whale hunting or Malintent, or because fuck that guy, uh, it just seems like a quick way to to lose your deposit. Um, I don't know too many people that are going to be wanting to risk that.
12: I totally agree with that. I think the narrative of um, "they'll come for you next," I think, is a very flawed one. And I, I think Tenderman Timmy put it perfectly. That's kind of the same excuse rich people use when they don't want to get taxed.
18: Yeah, I read that too. I I, I thought it was good. I don't agree that it sets a. Pre- it will end up setting a precedent for the cosmos going forward. But it does show the limit of proof of stakes powers though. Like this kind of thing isn't even like what, what would this equivalent be in Bitcoin? Like you can't even come up with it because it's just not even a thing. Um, So it just shows you that proof of stake is different. It has a different tool set, which I agree is blunt and it's not really like working ideally. I think it'll be a lot different in five to 10 years, but it is a tool set. And and saying that like this idea can be like taken to multiple different protocols, like Juno is fully airdropped. Like if you even think that something like Adam, this could even be a possibility, or like a VC ran chain, like you're you're high. Like, um, especially not in this sense of like a bunch of like randos on Twitter just like debating on like Twitter spaces, how they feel, and a bunch of Twitter threads. Like if a VC chain has something like this happen they'll just meet in a back room and change the state. And that is, that also isn't precedent for something like Juno or anything else. Like, I don't know. Like when, when you hear of precedent, you think of like a lawyer, right? Like they are citing another case to say like, Oh, that's why this, this should happen. Or that's the right thing to do. Judge. Um, do you picture people citing prop 16 as like a proper way to handle this kind of event? like, no it's a fucking shit show like this this won't be pre- <laughs> yeah this won't be precedent that is going to be quoted in future proposals and like be the basis of how cosmos functions from here on out like that's just being like a worry wart like you're high on crack kind of thing like, yeah, um, like imagine like,
1: a proposal saying, well according to proposition 16 of juno you know what i mean like no one's gonna say that i know
18: it's so dumb like According to Proposition 16, we should kill every single whale in the cosmos. Yeah, Get the fuck out of here. Well, and to, that, to
16: your point, Joe, with proof of work and proof of stake, and I'd imagine you'd agree, proof of work is a slow-moving concept. It's like a, a, a freighter going across the ocean. It takes ages to get any kind of change to occur and consensus across a massively difficult-to-move network. Um, that's why things like Bitcoin and Ethereum are so slow-moving. These smaller chains that are proof of stake or proof of delegated stake are much more nimble. They move much quicker and you can enact change quicker. And that has its advantages and disadvantages.
18: Yeah, I would even take it a step further where like the way Bitcoin works is that a lot of people get confused thinking the miners run the network. No, it's not like that. It's the full nodes that run the network. The miners are just the people that provide consensus and move the chain forward. So if a proof of work chain, I always like the term, like thinking about it like chess, like you can think of these proof of work systems like chess, like everybody agrees to play the same rules of chess. So then like the the game functions correctly and everyone can play with each other. But if someone else decides they want to make a different version of chess, then that's fine but you just have to find other people to play it with you and other miners to validate the state. So like with proof of work, it's just like, it's like a totally different ball game where with proof of stake, like the coins are actually providing the consensus to the system. It's not just the the raw number of nodes. It's not the node count. It's the actual stake itself. So it's like a totally different beast altogether. It's like a different type of organism almost.
15: I think what's really
12: cool about this, um, about this whole situation, and it's been mentioned over and over, but I think this is definitely an event that's going to go into the, the crypto history books, you know, and, you know, good or bad. If you look at compared to the, the Dow hack leading to Ethereum Classic, compared to the Bitcoin block size war, even compared to the fall of, of Wonderland, not to call them the same events, but just to say that like, these were big things that had big effects. That people talked about outside of their respective chains that I think is a really cool thing to be a part of.
16: Absolutely. Um, I've got to jump off guys. Thank you so much for, for having me on here. And, um, last thing I'll say is just everybody, uh, it's great listening to everyone's viewpoints regardless of what they are and, uh, try to be nice to each other and we'll get through all this, but, uh, thank you guys. Thank you, Kevin. See you.
18: Yeah, I'll probably bounce too, but I'll just probably like to second that and I would like to see all the Juno people just spread spread love guys. Like we're all a family, we're all a community. Cosmos goes through crazy shit all the time. Like if you think this is the one that's going to kill Cosmos, keep dreaming cuz
1: Thanks for coming out, Joe. We appreciate
15: it. Thanks, Joe. You guys think this is a good time to wrap it up? What are you thinking, House?
13: Yeah. Thanks so
15: well,
1: it was a right. great discussion, everybody. I appreciate all the different viewpoints shared today. I appreciate like keeping it civil, and um, that that was it was a really great discussion. And uh, we really missed Tricky, so glad to, yeah, have, Tricky to have Tricky back.
15: And it was such and a treat to to so
1: glad yeah. you
15: made it back safe and everything. Yeah, so thanks to Az also coming up here. And it was a treat to get to listen to all those big developers and big. Is anybody in else system. getting
1: red right now? Like It's like breaking up for everybody.
13: Yeah.
15: yeah up.
1: Everything's all fucked up with spaces. So <laughs> I appreciate everybody coming out and uh, we'll see y'all guys on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, man. Unless uh, we got some more crazy stuff happening. But yeah. Yeah, guys have a good night. Good night,
10: everyone. Later. Peace.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part two of the two-part Cosmos Space about Juno, Prop 16. What are your thoughts? Recorded on Monday, March 14th, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi Yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership NFTs and more. Glow Lotto is a prize prizelink savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the Discord community to stay up to date with all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Follow Orbital Command on Twitter using the link in the show notes to receive regular threads on Terra protocols and yield strategies, news, resources, and Twitter space discussions. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io Terraspaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Feeling at my best when I'm rapping on a track, and the beat is getting blessed with some passion I attack. In a cabin by the lake, I'm waking up, getting baked, staying late, saving up for the day I get to fade away. Humans being good in a major way, pay to play, or like pay to save your life, ripping through this day-to-day. Save the date, hold the tears back, like embrace the pain. Gotta be smarter than that if you wanna play the game. This land is my land, slang, but lots of no one, and if You wanna argue that you're in for the long run all done you can catch me laughing crafty starting off my day with weed and caffeine you better give a dog a bone than leave him in the cold bearing our own in the underground we stole then ferry back and forth on the moat like a drone like cherra never found a quiet place to call his own Horrendous. How rent is relentless, envious of people living in tents It's what the bottom of the barrel likes to talk about When it becomes illegal even walk around Stuck at home, a bunch of quarantine cowboys Shooting off guns in the yard, making loud noise How nice to be so proud Turn their smiles around when the lead rain back down You got an awful lot of holes in the ceiling Makes it easier to air out those feelings Got tricked into making another payment While your savings lies all over the pavement Pouring out a little liquor for the fallen crowd who didn't survive long enough to calm down Gotta be better than the previous betters. Betting on the game like the game always remembers